I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. If you heard the part of a jingle there, this is the Very Unreasonable Things podcast. I'm Billy Bone. With me is Josh Lindsay. Howdy, howdy. And we have Reese with us today. (laughs) What's up, guys? So, depending on when this one's released and when another episode's released, this may be the first time you hear Reese. It may be the second time. I don't know. Who cares? He's here to talk with us. (laughs) We're uh, we're trying something a little different. We're doing uh, little mini projects with different members of the group. So myself and Josh have got one. Um, Reese is, looks like Reese is going to be joining us on ours. Uh, Daniel and Josh will have one. Me and Daniel have one. So for ours, though, um, we're actually going to branch outside of horror a little bit. We're going to get kind of into that cheesy action B-movie that we had talked about doing. So Josh, what do what, are, what is our project? We're doing four movies, but what are they? We're, we're covering Canon, the, um, <clears throat> the infamous movie studio that could only exist in the 80s, did only exist in the 80s, and... Well, I hate, to, it, I hate to cut you off there, but you're slightly wrong. It was uh, 70s and <laughs> 90s also. The majority of the movies were in the 80s, but there was uh, some late 70s and then some early 90s. Was it technically canon? Um, I believe so. It might have been, but they, they, didn't, they didn't get their footing until the 80s. Well, yeah, until... Oh, there was a relaunch in the 90s and then a demise. <laughs> a quick relaunch and yeah. just... Yeah. Like SpaceX. Yeah. Just <laughs> so anyways, go ahead, sir. No, and um, there's a lot to dissect with these movies because there was, I mean, if anybody's listening to this podcast and they're familiar with canon, it was, uh, you know, almost by the seat of your pants kind of filmmaking, you know, and it was started by these um, two Israeli guys who uh, I would highly recommend anybody uh, watch the documentary Electric Boogaloo that sort of covered the rise and fall of canon. And uh, it's, you know, God bless the 80s, God bless canon. I mean, what they gave us is, we'll discuss it, sometimes pure gold and sometimes not as much. So true or false? Uh, this documentary, Electric Boogaloo, it was it was mainly just about Chuck Norris, right? <laughs> I mean, he I seemed mean, to be the face written, of directed. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and we we got a couple of Chuck Norris movies that we plan on talking about, but um, 
Yeah, you were talking about like there was some gold. Like Canon did have like three movies that got Oscar nominations for different things. What? Yeah, movie Joe. Um, there was a movie Runaway Train, and then Street Smart. Street Smart had Morgan Freeman in it. He'd received an Oscar nomination for it. It was a Christopher what Reeve the movie. Fuck? It was part of the deal for Christopher Reeve when uh, Canon had acquired the rights to do Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to get. He was uh, apparently Street Smart was like a a passion project of his, and so he got Canon to financially back the movie so it could be made. Fuck, that's awesome. And then Runaway, yeah. Runaway Train. So here's a name. If you watch cinema, you've heard it. Maybe even if you haven't seen any of his movies, but Runaway Train was written by Kira Kurosawa. I've heard of him. Did Seven Samurai, The Hidden Fortress. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Did okay. He, um, was this a, uh, an American adaptation? Yes, it's an American independent action thriller, but it had John Voight and Eric Roberts in it. Yes, John Boyd. yes, yes. Dude, I swear to God, Seinfeld. I got yeah. John Boyd's yeah. car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how a lot of people from our generation know John Boyd. Got John Boyd's Not car. Not Deliverance or... I just, you know. I like the fact that our podcast, almost without fail, on every episode, manages to work in a, a Seinfeld or Simpsons reference. Simpsons, it, yes. Does it really? Yeah. Every, everything in life ties back to one of those two shows. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But uh, let me just put a pause on that. And before we get into the the canon history and what we know about the movie that we're going to cover, let's um, let's give Reese the floor for just 30 seconds to introduce himself to uh, our listener. 30 seconds is a long time to introduce yeah, himself. I know. Let's cut it down to 7. 0.5 minus if, 5 seconds. If I was better at editing, I would insert some like like audio for like a timer. Hi, my name's Reese. And then like as soon as 15 I'm, seconds hits, just cut it off. <laughs> I'm Reese. I really like movies. I also love to hate movies almost as much as I like to love movies. Actually, probably more recently. I think I love to hate movies more than I like to love them, which makes my life pleasant and everyone <laughs> around me. Just in general, enjoying my company. Yeah. <laughs> but that's me, man. What else? I like drinking whiskey. I like yeah. drinking beer. Yeah. I like drinking gin. It's, you know, I think if you started a... Um, uh, Goddamn. What is that? I, uh, I'm i so out of the game. Uh, a cricket team? No, what's the dating shit that everybody does? Oh, oh Tinder. Tinder. I, th- I think that'd be a good Tinder profile. <laughs> I love hating movies. <laughs> I love gin. <laughs> left. Left. <laughs> Bro, I don't even know what I'll do in those dating apps. Dude, I... But I'm pretty sure I gave it... Oh, well, it depends how you see me. They could get two intros from me now. They could. Time and space. Hey, uh, you know what? Time and Twice space. Twice is nice. Twice Just is like nice. Couscous. <laughs> New York City. <laughs> the city is so nice. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, and, okay. Well, what's what's your familiarity? Well, I was say, aside from, I think we missed out on something though. So we we talked about like Chuck Norris, obviously being uh, the forefront of canon. But Ken and Charlie also, Bronson. Canon was also a large part of like 
the ninja movement in the 80s. Because mm-hmm. you had the ninja trilogy, uh, and then you had American Ninja. Oh, my God. Then, yeah. It's just like <laughs> I didn't even realize that was canon. Yeah. So ninjas everywhere. And then you had a... Uh, oh, my God. I'm surprised. And I can only assume that you were just saving it for a later date that you didn't pick fucking over the top. Yeah, I... Or Bloodsport. I wanted to... Or kick Yeah, I wanted it. to... Well, Bloodsport. Personally, personally, I wanted to go with movies I haven't seen yet. Bloodsport. Yeah. It's yeah. canon. Cyborg. Uh, Van Damme got to start with canon. Oh, bro. I didn't, Van Damme was my boy. Because Bloodsport's my favorite Van Damme movie, and I didn't realize that was a canon movie. Dude, Quest. What are you talking about? Quest is the greatest Van Damme. <laughs> you know... <laughs> you've been been on here yeah we talked a little bit before we started recording but you know not that long and you've already said like multiple questionable things (laughs) no wait wait till you hear my views on time cop time cop is good no i like i like time Cop. last time i see you like you like the mullet in time cop that's the only thing you liked in time cop oh i mean van damme is that's prime van damme right there i mean that's Double fucking power. What was the one? No, Surprisingly, double impact. Double impact. Yeah, he played dual roles and nailed it. Oscar both times. <laughs> Surprisingly, Samurai Cop is not canon. Oh well, it, if it was Ninja Cop, it would have been. Yeah, that's <laughs> Ninja Detective. Is that was the three ninjas? Was that canon? No, no, dude. Really? I loved the three ninjas <laughs> as a kid. It would have well, been hold better on, if canon. Hold made. on. You want to shit on Time Cop, but then you're like, I love Three Ninjas. Dude, Three Ninjas had a legit plotline. There was three kids who had a random Asian uncle when their mom was was white and everyone else was white. That was a grandfather. Fuck, still, somebody had to be Asian and he was related to. No, but uncle was like, okay, that's... But these three white as fucking salting crackers kids. One of them wasn't that white. Like, not on the inside. Well, was it was pretty Wasn't one on the of inside. them, like... I might be thinking, no, never mind. Ernie Reyes Jr. wasn't in that movie, was he? Who? Uh, he played Kino in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah. No, that had to be... No, he wasn't. He was a teenager. Is that, that the pizza some... guy? Is that the yeah. pizza guy? Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah no, he's I'm, not in it. I'm thinking of somebody else then. I'm sorry. Dude, that... And they ran that, and it was like, oh, your name is now... Colt. <laughs> it was Colt, Rocky, and Tum Tum. Yeah, Tum Tum. Oh, and Tum Tum loved that. candy, bro, but he knew what he was doing. Jesus. Like when it came to a rumble. What am I doing with what, my life there? What, there's three. Oh, what were their names again? Names. Rocky, Colt, and Tum Tum. So you got one named Rocky, one named Colt, and then it's just like, <laughs> hey, I'm assuming Tum Tum was a little chunky. <laughs> you would think. Tum Tum was the youngest one. He loved candy. He was the youngest one. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, he would just kick people's asses while having like fucking candy just falling out of his mouth. Sweet like, it was legit. Shit. He I was mean, a little bit retarded, yeah. He that might, might be the most American movie He would have been diagnosed possibly with some form of autism, I think, if we look back on it. Or diabetes. <laughs> or diabetes. He was a diabetic autistic. <laughs> <laughs> he was legit. That movie was great. We should watch that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, anything else about Canon? I know you were trying to add something else in there, and then we deviated. And No, I, it's just Canon's history is so fascinating, and I think this can only exist 
in the decade of excess. Oh yeah. Uh, and and by that it's you have to view every canon movie through that lens of the eighties and everything that encompasses that. Uh, I it's. I think you're 100% correct. And I would say that the movie we're talking about today fits right into that category. Dude, I mean, it's yeah. like 80s on cocaine. Yeah. 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 So today we're going to be talking about The Barbarians, which coincidentally stars some twins that were referred to as the Barbarian Twins. Yeah. Yeah. There's like two different titles here with this movie. Because at the beginning of the movie, it does say starring the Barbarian Twins. Yeah. And I was like, wait, is this movie called The Barbarian Twins? And then a whole other shit came down and it was like, The Barbarians. I'm like, what's going on here? But yeah, so throw out a little bit of information and we'll talk about The Barbarians real quick. So The Barbarians, 1987, was directed by Ruggiero Diodato. And I, I may be saying that name wrong and I'm sorry. Um I don't have a firm to grasp. any of our Italian listeners. As I say, I don't apologies. have a firm <laughs> grasp on Italian, but <laughs> you may know him from Cannibal Holocaust. So a big is he the director of Cannibal Holocaust? Yes. So I've never seen that movie, but movies. I have heard. I have heard oh, that movie. So have was it the most horrific movie he's ever filmed? Right. He went on trial. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought there was a lot of shit. Yeah, because they thought it was thought, like a snuff film. They thought it was real. Yeah. yeah. I've I've seen most of Cannibal Holocaust, and but you're talking about a dig a big difference in fucking movies here. Couldn't be any more different. Yeah. I don't think there could be a bigger <laughs> change. So, Maybe it was like, look, I'm not going to arrest it again. Like we got to go down this way, right? So we got the uh, the names of the barbarians. Also, the barbarian twins, Peter Paul and David Paul. So two first names. Jeez. No, and look, your last name's Paul. Listen, Mrs. Paul, God rest your soul. I'm assuming there's a chance you're not with us anymore. I don't even think she's staying Why are you naming long. your son Peter if his last name's Paul? Peter and David, dude. <laughs> she was not very creative. Like, no. She saw the first two names in the Bible and she was like, that's so, it, Peter and David. Peter, Paul, and David Paul didn't have big careers. They did have a, a scene, but it was cut in Natural Born Killers. Yes, to where they what? were weightlifting in the background. Yeah. And apparently, like, they said that they it got cut because they were just overacting. <laughs> wow, well, I'm not... Well, Color I'm me kind of surprised shocked. and unsurprised in the same way. Well, we're going to get into it, but for whatever you could say... No, I'll, I'll say it. Whatever you could say... No, I'm not going to say that. Whatever you could say about the Barbarians... I'm going to put it out here on Front Street. My problems don't exist. Don't lie with them. Oh my god, they they were fucking hilarious. They were, and and save it. They knew what movie they were in. Oh yeah, and God bless them. God bless them. Then we have uh, we have Richard Lynch, who plays the main bad guy in the movie, Kadar. Kadar, and. The Kadar character is interesting. We'll talk about it when we get into it. But he was also in another one of our movies that we're going to talk about. He was we're going to talk about in like four years from now. Evasion USA. And he was also in Halloween, the 2007, uh, the Rob Zombie Halloween, which, yeah, we will be talking about that one too. 
Uh, yeah. But do you also, also side note on Richard Lynch, in the late 60s, he grew up in New York City. He had a bad LSD trip and set him on, set himself on fire in like Central Park. <laughs> what the fuck? And you can't tell it now. Like when you watch this movie, because yeah. this was in the 60s. But when you get to Halloween 2007... He looks fucked up. He looks like a burn victim. It's, 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 it's crazy. But, like... I don't know. Like uh, He's in those group of people that think they can fly, so they climb to the top of the building instead of... He gives the hallucinogenics a bad name. Yeah. <laughs> but, again, that being said, Richard Lynch... Survived the fire. Does his fucking job in this movie. <laughs> I, 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 I'm telling you, like, as much as we can hate on this movie, I there's some things working for it. I, I, I do think, yeah, you could definitely see in this movie when he was like, when he had this one with like him and the sorceress or him and uh, what was the, the queen's name? Oh, of course it's Canary because she's a canary. fucking in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you could see like, they would always linger on his face yeah. longer than they would on anyone else's because he would do a lot of acting without speak. He oh, yeah. do it. And he, he would give a level of intensity. Like, you felt that he was a bad dude, but he was kind of like a bad dude without being, like, this completely off-the-rails crazy. He has some layers. Apart from the beginning scene. Yeah. He, but we're getting a little far ahead. Yeah. Um, uh, Eva LaRue... Or not, yeah, Eva LaRue, who couple tidbits on this one and it's going to tie back to Seinfeld but you got Eva LaRue in here who played uh, Canary she was in Ghoulies 3 Ghoulies Go to College there was a Goonies 3? not Goonies Ghoulies oh okay I was like Goonies? there was a Goonies 2? no Goonies well there was a Goonies 2 NES game for Nintendo but yeah it was fucking way the Ghoulies uh Three. So you had uh, the first Ghoulies, I think, where they were at the um, the carnival. The second Ghoulies, I can't, I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen it. I just remember. So I'm guessing, cover. like, is this is this a horror movie? I'm guessing yeah, some form of yeah, horror like, genre. Like That's probably comedy. why I have not watched it. So Ghoulies, and then she was on a CSI CSI Miami. Classic. But then, more importantly than anything, she was married to John O'Hurley. Who, what? Jay Peterman from Seinfeld. Well, let me just uh, course correct you right That's quick. Hilarious. This isn't the chick who played Canary. Oh, is it not? This is the chick who ended up becoming the queen. Kara. Kara. Oh, wait. Shit. My bad. Well, never mind then. I got that all wrong. Um, uh, she probably didn't have the right belly button. But she was married to Jay Peterman. Yeah. Yeah. I love JP. Again. When he loses his mind, goes to fucking Asia. (laughs) (laughs) JP was the bomb, bro. (laughs) The funniest J. Peterman thing was when he was, when he lost his mind, like Apocalypse Now. (laughs) And Elaine sees him. And then he tells the boy, like, and she's like, well, what does that mean, J. Peterman? He's like, I don't know. It's just gibberish. So okay. On the uh, on the music, we got Pino Danaggio. Oh, that's a good one. So he. Uh, oh, I love that Pino. 
did Piranha, did Piranha, did Carrie, did the Howling, did Snake Eyes, and did Tourist Trap. So he's got some credits. He's done some. Wait, Snake Eyes, the Brian De Palma movie with Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, him in that leather jacket, bro. Dude, wore the shit out of that. So two point two point five million dollar budget. Uh, only made a box office of eight hundred thousand. I know Drew Brown, but was uh, shot in Rome and then in the Abruzzo, Abruzzo Mountains, and that was one of the things I, I did like about the movie. Like it had some nice landscapes. Like when you watch it, I mean it was only like the same three landscapes, but they still looked good. Yeah, they're the good open plains. I saw some great open. Pla- was it all filmed in America? No, Italy. Oh, it was all filmed in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking hell. Okay. Getty fantasy. Who would have thought? I guess, I guess we'll, we'll go around the horn here because I, because we, are you about to say when's the first time you saw it? No, well, I was, yeah, it was going to be like, because Reese grew up in South Africa, so it might be a little different, but Reese, do you have any, did you have any recollection of this movie? Of this? No. No, no. I've, I've never heard of it. But actually, I was talking to Joel, who's my boss, and he's in his, he's 45, and so he's, he had seen it. And I, and I, and I actually said to him, I was like, hey, man, I'm just watching this movie for this podcast. He said, which one's The Barbarians? And he's like, were there twins in there? It's like, yeah, there's twin bodybuilders. He's like, I definitely saw that movie. Like, okay. so it, it did have, like, if you remember seeing that movie from the 80s now. Yeah. No, it, you, it had you some impact. Yeah. You know? He's gone. He's run away. He's gone. Well, that. I'll say this. Um, for me, I've never seen this movie till we did it for the podcast, but I vividly remember the VHS box art for this movie. Mm. Uh, when we'd go into... Um, I know what you mean. They said like VHS box art. Yeah. and But it, it, it's... It's crazy because you would go, because if you just looked at this time period and in the sword and sandals types of movies, like all of them are like, they look very inviting. You mm. want to watch them. Mm. Like it's usually beautiful artwork. Yeah. It's, it's that classic eighties fantasy style. Almost like this. Do you remember the Star Wars posters? Yeah. Yeah. That a layout, lot of it's like that. The layout of the, like how they do the layout, the, the template of it is very same as like the old like Star Wars uh, posters. Like Deathstalker. Beastmaster, the yeah. Conan movies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Any of these, they, they look so inviting. Yeah. But then you look at the barbarians. Even like heavy metal, what was it called? Heavy metal, some of their cartoon. And yeah. Heavy, heavy metal. Like, yeah. Yeah. That but, poster was the same, man. Yeah, it's just, it, you yeah. wanted to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you looked at the barbarians, and it was a still photo from the movie of just the twins. <laughs> like, they put no effort into this box art. So None. I, I can speak a little bit on like the box art, on like why I think it was like that. I, I haven't done any research. This is just me taking a stab at it. But have y'all ever heard of a uh, Frank Frazetta? Is that the guy who does the uh, the artwork? Yes. And so like all that box art is just very reminiscent of like Frank Frazetta artwork. Artwork. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the one that did like the Death Dealer painting, where the the guys like on the horse with the uh, axe and armor and shit. So I can see where they got that from. You know, because this guy's a name. You know, people know the artwork; they're drawn to it. Like, hey, we want to make these movies and capitalize on it. Let's make something that looks similar to that, because that's what Deathstalker was essentially. It was like that 
wasn't it the painting of him in like a loincloth with like a sword and like a woman hanging around his leg? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, like you said, then these guys are like, oh, we just don't have the money for that. <laughs> no, it, it's a take, canon move. Take it, take a Polaroid and just fucking <laughs> print it. Because <laughs> is, Golan and Globus were probably like, we just sell the twins. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, but hey, like, what do you actually know about these two twins? So they were bodybuilders, right? Yeah. Okay, so were they bodybuilders? Because I don't know much about them. Were they bodybuilders in the same level as, let's say, like how... Because I'm guessing what they were going for was, let's get something that isn't quite as good at Ar- as Arnie, but get two of them. <laughs> yeah, it had to have been. Because, yeah, I mean, you're looking the whole for, like, premise of the, of the story... Yeah, it's just... Even what they're wearing, oh, to a degree, bad, like... Yeah. It's it's insane how it's, close it is to how they and like how their oils always oiled up. Like I, I mean, even Arnie wasn't that oiled up in some of these movies. This, do you remember they're walking? There's one point where the twins are walking around through like one of the bar scenes. I think when they when he has that arm wrestling competition, that motherfucker is wet, bro. Like, oh, dude, they're, they're, he's so oiled up. It's insane. Like you can actually see it just dripping off of him as he's walking. I'm surprised through. you don't see the reflection of the camera. <laughs> It's fucking nuts. Like, and, no, and I was like, oh, but maybe everyone else, maybe it's really hot and sweaty. Maybe everyone else is no, oiled up. No, no, so no, I just, no. I took a quick gaze across the scenery and it was like, everyone else dry as shit. Bro. Like, <laughs> not a drop of water touched those guys' lips in like two days filming this show. Madness. So, so I'm probably the only person that saw the movie beforehand. I'm assuming at this point, right? Because you said yeah, you watched it for I, the podcast and then uh, Reese had just watched it. Yeah. He, yeah. Quit watching The Godfather Part 2 so he could watch this masterpiece. Yeah, halfway through, <laughs> three hours into Godfather Part 2, and I was like, you know what? Let me give the barbarian a crack. <laughs> I uh, Not much of a drop-off, honestly. <laughs> well, probably a step up, you know. Just <laughs> probably so. I mean, let's, so, it was more shiny. Francis Ford Coppola's overrated. I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I saw the movie like probably like in the late 80s, because it came out in 87, so got it from... Uh, the video rental store or, you know, once again, as Daniel calls it, the VHS store. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've rented it. And the only thing I could remember when I suggested this movie is I just, I just remember it being about twin barbarians. And there was two things I remembered about the movie was the scene where they were getting hung and the dude snapped the rope with his neck. Yeah. And then the armor that they were wearing later on, which, and I didn't Bro. realize cause it'd been so long since I'd seen it. Was it was apparently just like one suit of armor, and they just divided up the pieces. Yeah, they did. That's exactly what they did. And so <laughs> one guy got all of it. <laughs> one guy got the chest piece. One guy got the arm, and both of them were like, "No, nothing's covering our fucking asses." Yeah. No. Well, I love they give the helmet, the over oversized helmet, to the the, to the chick, and she's just walking around, and it's just bobbing up and down Jeez. on her head. God damn, man! I. I Fuck that armor was ridiculous. But I said, like, how they when they claimed they were barbarians, they were only barbarians once they grew up. Have you noticed that? Oh uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. They did nothing to be barbarians. No, no, no. no, no. They, it's just they get they grow up and they're like, ah, oh, they are now barbarians. Okay, okay. Let let me go ahead and just uh, read out my little synopsis here because it feels like we're we're already sort of like wading in the water of the barbarians and their oil and.
at the dawn of time, in a world of savage splendor, a tyrant of darkness ravaged the land and captured two defenseless children, raised as slaves, trained as gladiators. Only together could they defeat the evil warlord. <laughs> they were rogues. Look at the size of you two. Adventurers. Heroes. They were the Barbarians. The internationally renowned bad boys of bodybuilding. Peter and David Paul. Get out of here, he's mine. No, get out. I'm going out. I'm going out. Go ahead. The Barbarians feel the power. When in 1985, Globin and Globus forced the inevitable question of the benefits of rehab, these two men answered in the only way they knew how, of course. A Spaghetti Sword and Sandals movie centering around two fat twins and a ruby that is so mysterious and powerful, even the movie forgets what the hell it does. <laughs> Set against the backdrop of a random generic fantasy world known as the Italian countryside or the five locations they were able to afford to shoot at. Now you might ask yourself what are the differences between a regular sword and sandals as opposed to a canon sword and sandals movie? Well, arm wrestling for weapons at what I can only guess is a medieval strip club. Bare men butts. The importance of a woman's virginity when choosing the leader for a dirty traveling cult. <laughs> a dragon that oddly resembles a penis. Magical weapons that surprisingly lack any magical component. And of course, plot holes. Plot craters. You put all this in a blender with a minuscule budget with a dash of cocaine. And of course, fat twins with zero acting experience. And what do you get? Well, $800,000 at the box office on a $2.5 million budget. You know, I, I, can I, before you dive into that, I just want to correct you on one thing, man. Because you keep calling it swords and sandals, and the term is usually swords and sorcery. I've always heard swords and sandals. Swords so and sandals is Jesus, bro. That's, yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like they're walking through the desert looking for an oasis to get some fucking water. Well, they didn't film at the desert. <laughs> Yeah, generally, but, generally swords and sorcery. <laughs> no, I've always heard of swords and sandals. Dude, you nailed it with that synopsis. I mean, look, I try, I tried to like go into the plot, and it was like, well, I can't make jokes out of this plot because the joke is the, the fucking plot, yeah. plot. dude. Yeah, but the gem. Just... You're right about that gem. Like, you very rarely see it. First of all, until like near the end where you see it. Well, it's like, in the dragon's. Fucking lower intestines. <laughs> well, they just like. Find it. Well, it's like, like you said, though. What What is the fucking perp? We know that Ruby supposedly got some magical power, but it yeah. does nothing. It no, doesn't no, save the day. All it does no. is magically stay in a belly button. It's too fucking small. But at the beginning, no. but no, at the beginning of the movie, they say that this gem gave them the ability to spread like happiness and laughter. I think they could. So then do- they're all painted. They. But after they say that, there's a woman who's tied up to the back of one of the wagons while the dude's just throwing fucking axes at her. Yeah, and, and so, it's like, oh. 
they, I, I don't know what this happiness life is. <laughs> they couldn't do improv without the gym, apparently. No, yeah, yeah. They couldn't do juggling. <laughs> Canary couldn't sing. At one point, they actually stopped going, but he's a juggler. <laughs> I swear to God, they say that in the movie. I swear to God, when they're about to kill someone, it's like, but he's a juggler. <laughs> okay, like, the movie starts off, though, and you, aside from the traveling band of entertainers, I guess that's what we'll call them, like, you do get a nice shot of the countryside. I mean... It's. It looks like yeah. a place you'd want to go. It's like, oh wow, that looks no. nice. <laughs> if, there wasn't, if there wasn't so many fucking vagabonds on the road. <laughs> yeah, but they came real slow though. They oh, they slow. were taking their time. They were taking their time, bro. I will admit that the first ten minutes of this movie does one of the best bait and switches of any movie I've seen. They spent all their budget on this chase sequence, which was kind of good. I mean, apart from the rubber axes, it was... Did you see the one dude who was swinging an axe? It was literally flopping yeah, in the wrist. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've got that written down, too. Yeah, when he, like, it fucking hit the dude and it bent or whatever. Yeah, and it's just, like, bending over. <laughs> yeah. And then it hits the dude in the head and it just goes, doink, and the guy's like, ow, that's an axe. <laughs> but when they decide to hit a woman, right. <laughs> she gets right. fucking... So, dude, you're talking creamed. about... You're talking about spending like all the budget in the chasing, though. I tell you what, they didn't fucking spend it in, and that was the opening credits. You know that was fucking horrible. Oh, it was boy. like watching. It was like watching like an old '80s action TV show where it does like yeah, yeah. Ways real quick. It was yeah, just, yeah. Like, like quick cuts, quick cuts, and some it's like horrible sh- music. Sh- I almost yeah. expected to see like somebody turn and look at the camera and smile. Man, that no, music I- was bad. You know, I have a, my first note. It's funny that you say that. My first note is, I'm all in on this movie just based on this opening music. Because <laughs> it, it sort of sets the tone. But no, but the music never sets the tone. No, not, outside of this. Oh, yeah, that's doesn't. right. Okay, fine. Outside, like outside the intro, yeah. The music's all over the place. I mean, this movie was shot in like 85, 86. So it's like this. Well, how many days was it shot in? Like five? It took a while to get released in the <laughs> States, but. I learned one thing about the medieval times by watching this movie. And that was apparently everybody during this time period had haircuts that looked like they come out of a fucking poison video or white snake. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, there's some great hair. There's some yeah. straight up great hair. There's some terrible faces, but some <laughs> fucking straight up great hair. And, like, it's, it's not, and it's not, you know, there's some mullets going on here, but it's not like the 90s mullets because in the 90s, you know, people started doing mullets where it was like just a straight hair coming down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is eighties. Yeah, you had the fucking permed <laughs> mullets, dude. Dude, they were glorious. I loved it. They, they, I would say some of the best hair I've ever seen on screen. Uh, per capita. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there. Some of the best butts, dude. Their <laughs> asses are legit. We're, we're just talking about the barbarians, right? Dude, these guys were not covering up their cheeks for anything. No, and look, I'm gonna be honest. They were wearing fucking thongs almost. Dude. Maybe they the were wearing thongs. They, they were wearing the furry ass. Dude, can you imagine how hot their testicles must have been? Just fur on crutch. Dude. Covered in oil in Italy. In Italy. <laughs> Covered in oil in Italy wearing furry underwear. They must have been fucking good. Dude, the smell coming from the fucking crotch. Right. Right. That's what all those girls look scared all the time. I bet those dudes were fucking oh, out. Oh, dude. 
And I, oh, go. Well, I was going to say, like, during this chase sequence, which, yeah, outside the rubber weapons, it kind of worked for me. Like, you did it? Because yeah, because I knew what the movie was. No, but one dude got hit in the neck with a knife. And then, like, somewhere down the line, he just rocks up back in the movie, just riding the horse. Well, I was yeah. going to say, one thing that stood out to me as far as the chasing goes, because usually, like, in the, at the beginning of a movie or something like this where you have the bad guys capturing somebody, they just kind of overrun the good guys. The bad guys in this scene suffered pretty severe casualties. No, like, see- almost all of them drop, apart from, like, two people, I'm pretty sure, in this Well, race. look. All the cool-looking bad guys are in this opening scene. And yeah. die. And die. And die. No, but one of them comes back. Like, that's what I'm telling Not you. Not the cool guy with the shit over his mouth. The guy that has, like, the fucked up face? Yeah. Like, the you know the dude does, who's, like, casually just throwing... He, does, he comes he, back, bro. Yeah, he does. But then you never see him again. And then he just rocks up like nothing's happened. Though. Well, I'm me. sure it's because, like, it's the same day as shooting. Yeah. They, they, like, they didn't realize that you we were just, we, we just spent money on this. So, like, there was, like, that knife-throwing dude, right? And, yeah. like, after he, he was having such a great day with laughing and having fun with a chick who he tied up to the back of a wagon. But oh, that's fine. That's fine. axes at her. Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, this is the greatest. This is laughter and fun. This is what the gem <laughs> brings us. And then... And then he's just like, oh, well, I can actually use these abilities to defend this this carriage of laughter and joy. Yeah. And he misses like seven times with those fucking <laughs> axes. And those horses, they ain't running fast. And I... No. They don't know how... I was, honestly, I thought that that kind shady. And he's ripping somebody off. Like, Did they not see the dude when she gave him the ruby to save this mystical ruby? They didn't notice this dude just jump off the wagon and roll away? Hang on. Yeah. Hang on. The Lady Canary hands Gray Shaft. Gray Shaft. Obviously not the best names already. And she hands him the ruby and tells him, you know where to hide it. <laughs> yeah, Gray Shaft, you're putting that ruby up your butt. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. You know where to hide it. And then Gray he, and then Shaft. He fucking, then he fucking dives off and nobody says shit. They're just like... <laughs> nobody even knows him. I thought somebody was going to go attack him, but he just like does a fucking quick drop and roll right yeah. out of the scene. <laughs> and, it's, and, and then rolls about 50 feet away to the swamp just keeps going bro he's like solid that's a great no mention. Uh, apparently every scene in, or every location in this movie is within a short walking distance of each other oh when when the barbarians finally escape the castle guess where the caravan's at the same place it was seven before. minutes outside the castle yeah right <laughs> and they've been there for fucking I, 25 years <laughs> the, the sacred treasures are like three minutes away. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. But they, uh, well, we'll get to that. Never mind. I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Um, th- I guess one thing, right? So they're killing all these people. So they hit Canary on the head and thankfully she's wearing a fucking helmet. Yeah. Uh, so she just, I guess gets a mild headache or whatever, but she makes a deal to save the boys for what reason? I don't know. I don't know what's special no, about these. No guys. reason. Well, can we talk about Kadar's negotiating skills? Well, hold on, hold on They're on point. Yeah, we can, but I just want to say this real quick. So she just makes a deal to save these two and nobody else. And then they just let them live. <laughs> and she wasn't, they weren't in front of the group. She just, she was like, I, they're orphans. I found them on the side of the road. They go above the rest of my family in the hierarchy. <laughs> 
You can but, kill the rest of these useless, painted-faced, <laughs> fucking but, juggling cunts. But then you Kadar, better save these two twins. <laughs> well, Kadar is just like, apparently he has a heart of gold and he's not such the asshole we thought he was because... I, mean, he, I thought he was a sweetheart, he honestly. Doesn't, I thought he, doesn't, he, was, he doesn't kill them either. But yeah, let's talk no, about the negotiations. No, yeah, he's the worst negotiator in movie history. I don't think he kills anyone. These twins bit off two of his fingers. Yeah. One twin built two one, one of the clearly, twins. He very clearly just folded back on his hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. <laughs> but take this into account. Like, you were living in a world where swords are your main weapon and you're a king. Okay. So Is you just pretty much. I, just thought it was, I thought he was like a warlord or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, you know what I'm saying. He's king of his shit. Shogun. And he makes a deal to save these two que- these two feral he, fucking... He needs laughter <laughs> and happiness in his life. No, she's and like, if you spare their lives, I will do whatever, do whatever you ask me to. First of all, she doesn't. Because no, this motherfucker's trying to get his dick wet. And she is movie. not having it. But full kudos to that guy. Because he does will not step to the down level. No, he doesn't. Rape. He don't rape nobody. He's just like, I will make you love me. They actually say later on in the movie... He's ignoring all his other sex slaves because he's so in love with Canary. Yeah. Well, he doesn't... Yeah, he doesn't do anything that's just overly bad other than this, like, first act where they attacked his caravan. But what is he... Like, we don't even know his motives. We don't even know why he wants this fucking ruby. Like, no. he's never established. He, he doesn't say, I want to take over the world or anything like that. He's not no. just out there fucking... Ra- it looks to me like they're just fucking having orgies and huge parties every night. And that's yeah. all they want to do is just fucking live their lives and have, you know, wild sex parties. Because the power of the ruby, as far as we know, all it says is it gives you laughter and happiness. So maybe we're to believe that he, at these parties he's having, he needs some jugglers and some improv. He needs need some solid improv, some jugglers, yeah. some sweaty bright men. Because apparently just, like, the fucking orgy, the food, and the wine isn't enough. Dude, did you see anyone eat any food in this movie? No. I'm, ass- I'm assuming they had food because they had parties. But I'm no, saying, I'm assuming they, they had, had no food, food because bro. these twins have to get their fucking protein. Well, I was just talking I about, like... See the that, they, all I saw them do was, like, try and pour some water. So he had a water jug and a ladle, right? Which, I'm essentially, I'm thinking these slavers... Have given them once the kids have been captured. I, I, I mean, I, I'm essentially thinking this water jug he didn't craft himself. This was given to him by that lunatic with the wonky eyes, and he was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna oh, give this oh. man some water." He's like, "Bad move, motherfucker!" And he Josh. started whipping the shit out of him. He's like, "Why did you give it to me?" So, J- Josh, you you can yeah. tell him that dude with the the wonky eyes, as he called it. What else was he in? Oh, he's in. I don't recognize him. He's right. in uh, The Hills Have Eyes. He's in Weird Fuck. Science. That's it, The Hills Have Eyes. He's I, right I the knew I saw cover. that guy. Yeah, he's Michael Berryman. Yeah. So, uh, well, he's the, called The Dirt Master. The pl- they're, they're playing in this movie after they make this uh, this pact, to uh, or not pact, but deal or whatever, to keep the, the twins alive. And then his uh, the only person that you get a feeling that might be actually evil in this movie is his witch. And she's like... The sorceress, yeah. yeah. She's like, hey... Look, we don't have to kill them. We can have them kill each other. So your master plan to have these two twins kill themselves or to kill each other is to build them up to the size of Greek gods and put weapons <laughs> yeah. in their hands. After but they you didn't train know them, they, well, after yeah. you train them to kill people. Yeah, 
Well, you train. They train him to hate the helmets, right? So yeah. So like each one had like this fucking torture boss, I guess. You yeah. come in, and one had like a a silver or gray helmet, and one had a bronze helmet. And so the bronze helmet would torture one of the twins, and the gray helmet guy would torture the other twins. So they grew up to hate the helmet. Yeah. That's what's the thing, It's right? literally said yeah. in the narration. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's like they don't want to leave it up to any fucking thing. They're just going to let you know. They that. hate people who wear yeah. helmets. And they like, and, but the funniest thing, how they torture them is like one dude, the, the crazy eyed dude, like threw a snake in. And like these guys would never follow the lead or whatever. They would never bow down. They wouldn't hey. break. He just picks up the snake and chucks <laughs> it back at me. <laughs> we, know, we know what happened. They ate that fucking snake. Oh, hell yeah. But... Here is my favorite thing about that's this. good protein. Here's my favorite thing about the scene when they finally fight, is that there is very clearly one brother that's an idiot. Oh God, yeah. yeah. That's the first thing I, I noticed. But I could never remember which one was the idiot. No, I don't think anybody does. I don't They're think they, they I'm do. pretty sure they just switched it around. Yeah. He's like, "I'm your brother. Quit hitting me." <laughs> yeah, and but, he's like, "I'm your brother, you idiot." And he was like, "He's like, why is your face?" The same as mine. That's <laughs> <laughs> a well, come gets his arm cuffed. No, can we talk? Wrong. Can we talk about Kadar's uh, throne? Mm-hmm. Or was it a couch, dude? No, <laughs> a the bed. Fact, the fact that it took like twenty people to boy, pick right? up. Oh, and, twenty and black they, people. And look, they only went like five feet, and they fucking gave out. Like <laughs> no, later, later on in the, later on in the movie, when they're going after his sorceress. He's like, yo, pick up this throne and let's go. And it takes him forever <laughs> to catch up to everybody because I'm assuming these guys are winded and they got like 10 feet to pass the fuck out. <laughs> when I first saw that, it tripped me out a bit because he's like stood there and then like, I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, oh yeah, there's a bunch of like four foot five <laughs> fucking people below it just holding it up. Like, what is this shit? No, they weren't holding it because that shit was teetering all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, is he going to fall? Maybe that was their waterbed back in the day. Dude, he lived on the edge. Like struggling. That dude lived like, on the edge. It wasn't just that it was a fucking, because we've seen like movies where people have like a, a, a chair and it's like on the fucking uh, rods or whatever and they carry it on their shoulders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, yeah. dude had like a whole ass raft. Yeah. yeah, it was fucking yeah. huge. He had a dance floor around his throne, and he was making people carry this shit. It was like a twenty by twenty square. <laughs> it wasn't a wrap. It was like a one bedroom apartment. And he had people they knew he was a nice floor. guy. They, they knew he was a nice guy. But like, what about this sorceress? I felt that, like she was one of the most fascinating characters without on. ever really being. Yeah. Well, before we say that, I just want to. I want to put this out there. That was probably the most evil thing that Kadar did was make people carry that shit around. Oh, that's that is the most evil thing. That's why he had to die. I mean, that's that's why he's going to hell. No, yeah, straight up, can die. Yeah, the sorceress actually come across as a bad guy, like in in a movie where like the the main bad guy didn't seem like a bad guy. The sorcerer seemed no, like a bad guy. He just seemed lonely. The, yeah, the sorcerer she actually is like, well, why are we letting these twins live? And he actually says, I made a pledge, my sorceress. He's honorable. A pledge made by his dick. Yeah. He's like, still, he's still honorable, which is pledge. commendable, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's a pledge made for... The sorcerer's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Are we the bad guys? <clears throat> you can always see in her face. She was like... What do you mean you made a pledge? <laughs> like, you go there, you kill all these motherfuckers, you don't need her magic, you get the gem. He's. Kadar is just thirsty. He's, he's thirsty. so thirsty but for Kadar. He had sex days all day round. 
And they were pretty hot. Everyone's oh, hot. Every, yeah. I think every all the chicks are like the same level of hotness. Yeah. I don't think anyone is is like peaking above anyone else. I think they're all the same level of hotness. There is like a green chick later on in the movie. She was She's still pretty hot. Dude, as still green chicks hot. go, like if you walked into a green chick, you'd be like, okay. Well, let's do a ranking of hot green chicks. Uh, How many are there? She-Hulk. Wasn't she reminds Guardians me too much of China. Wasn't yeah, uh, what's her name? The main chick in Back Against Gaborah, Gaborah, thank Gaborah. you. Gaborah. Yeah. She's green. Yeah. Nah, not into it. China. She ain't green. Who's China? That wrestler. No, she ain't green. <laughs> but she looks like she should have been. Like somebody should have painted that chick green, bro. They, they missed an opportunity there. Yeah, they, she could have played She-Hulk. She could have played She-Hulk. Uh, her voice yeah. and everything, man. I was convinced for the longest time that she was really a man. And the, and the whole gimmick was that at the end she was going to be like, I'm a man, I've been beating the shit out of all these women. She was. She was stacked. And she, was, she had a thick neck. Yeah. Like her neck was thick. And I swear to God, there was an Adam's apple in there. Ah. All right, big China. I swear to God. All right, big China. She became a porn star, didn't she? <laughs> she's living the dream now. Oh, she's dead. Oh, yeah. she's dead. Too Damn. soon. She could Too soon. Been, she could hey, live so, since y'all were talking about the uh, the sex slaves and the uh, green chicks and all that, and I know it's jumping ahead, but how about when the fucking barbarians show up to rescue Canary there and she's like, "Hey, I'm gonna stay here so nobody suspects anything." And they're like, "Okay, we're about to leave, but first we're gonna fuck all these chicks." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck was that about? Like that was. I thought when I first started watching it, I thought the sorceress had put like some sort of like illusionary trap on or something. Yeah. And then I realized they didn't think about it that much. And she's just watching it. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, they have sex in front of their adopted mom. And she's got her tits hanging out. Jesus Christ. I, I don't know if you like saw that, but like there's one, like when she leans forward Look, to tell him goodbye. In all fairness, just they, out. these dudes been locked up since the ages of what, like 10? till God knows when. With no woman in sight. They got... What do you want them to do? I mean, look, they, they could have made their lives a hell of a lot easier if they didn't do it. <laughs> but hey... Well, we I mean, in that situation... We assume they haven't been with anybody, but Conan the Barbarian has shown us the better Conan movie. I know Josh disagrees, but that's because he's wrong. Yeah, I, 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 Conan's great, man. I don't care what anybody says. Conan the Barbarian is great. Conan yeah. the Destroyer is just a movie. But Conan no, it's so good. Conan the Barbarian shows us that even while you're a slave and you're being trained to be a combatant, that you are shown the pleasures of flesh. Yeah. Yeah, because they would, they would just throw chicks into his fucking cage in Conan, right? Yeah. They'd just yeah, grab them and just launch them in. He was like, <laughs> and they'd be like, Ugh! like fucking freaking the fuck out. Hey, <laughs> like, so you seem pretty good at that. Now, can you do the grunt that the barbarians did in this movie for us? <sighs> fuck. It was just, it wasn't even a grunt. It was like, Ugh. What was it? They would just like fucking start howling almost. <laughs> it's, it's like watching. Home Improvement, when Tim Allen would do that shit. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was... 
I, I don't even think they knew what the fuck was going on in the filming of this movie, dude. I love it. I because love it. There's it certain is... scenes, Joe, like, okay, with Joe, were they told to fight each other? Yeah. So they've been raised up now on the opposite sides. They've all been trained to fight the person with the opposite fucking colored helmet. And then the guys put them in the opposite colored helmets and they put them in an area where they're going to fight. And everyone's watching it. It's, everyone's having a fucking great time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's get this on. And they all start there. And they just, they walk towards each other. The slowest fight I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's like, it's like fucking all the way from Mississippi. If you're taking uh, <laughs> Richard Pryor's line, he took a punch all the way from Mississippi. And they just came all the way. I was like, dang, dang. And then she get hits on the head. And one thing falls off. And he's just like, his helmet like literally just cracks like an eggshell. And he just goes. <laughs> so you can see how shit it is. Like, it, like they put that in the movie, but it purposely shows how bad the props were. And he just like cracks the helmet. Like oh, how classic. good the props were. Uh, debatable. One dude's like waving his hand just gets his hand cut off. Oh, yes, yes. He's just like waving his hand. He's like, yeah, this is a great guy. She's like, oh my God. The one dude that fucking got hurt was a spectator. Yeah. yeah. He's like, ah. And then he's like, ripped his head over. He's like, hey, why is your face the same as my face? And he's like, he gets angry. Yeah, yeah he gets hey. so angry. He's like, hey. And then he's, are they from New York by any chance? I have no idea. Because I didn't pick up their action much throughout the movie, but there were certain scenes where I just did like, hey, yo, yo. Like, it, it, it felt a little bit Rocky Balboa esque in how they were talking to they each other. They might have been, like, from the Northeast. I'm not. But it was one point, like, hey, yo, what's your face? The same as my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. It's like I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so, and then they recognized each other. To be, to have such a bad life, though, you know, like both of the barbarian twins had earrings and stuff, too. It wasn't like they were just, like, I don't know that what they were doing was so bad other than the very end when they was like, hey, let's have them kill each other. Because it seems like they were taken care of. These dudes are fucking huge. So, you know, they're getting fed. Apparently, they're being given jewelry. Oh, yeah. Well, let's yeah. talk about the pit. They're being given... You talk about how shittily put together it is? What the fuck is the pit? It looks like they're trying to break down one rock. Apparently, the like pit... For, like, 20 years. Appar- oh, yeah. Well, I thought we were talking about the cage. I was going to say, because that cage is, like, apparently... Well, they make like, no progress. In they make zero progress no. in 20 no. years that dude's of carrying, that, that dude's carrying the same rock <laughs> in the same path, and the same dude that you're trying to feed water is still lying yeah. there waiting for water. At least, yeah, I was going to say, at least in Conan, you know, they put Conan on a tree of woe. And just like yeah. walk in a circle for yeah, 10 yeah. years. And you're going to be the only person pushing this motherfucker by the end. Man, when I watched this movie, I was thinking about Conan when I watched this movie. And it made me think how much better like Conan of a movie was than I, I even freaking realized. Mm. Even Conan the Destroyer, whatever. I mean, I still think Conan the Destroyer, there's a lot of riding on horses in the distance in Conan the Destroyer, but it's still a fucking legit movie. Conan the Destroyer is probably, well, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying it's more aimed towards a younger demographic. Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, you're right. Conan the Barbarian is an adult movie. Yeah, yeah. He knocks out a camel and calls a bunch of women sluts or something. They're like, hey, do you want to know what's happening in this town? He's like, no, you're a bunch but, of sluts. <laughs> and then he, he, he cuts Darth Vader's head clean the fuck off. Yeah. Straight off. Not fucking around. I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch Conan the Barbarian tonight. 
Conan I've the Barbarian's good. Conan the Barbarian's Dude, better. It's you on like wait, Stars wait. or something. I got it on my Apple TV. Wait, you haven't seen Conan the Barbarian? No. Oh my god. <sighs> it's a better Bro, movie. It's like, it's it's good. And there's some straight up legitimate like funny lines like yeah. in it. Like honestly, I've watched it maybe in the last year. I've watched one scene maybe fifty times. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it's, that, it's fucking great. That's why you keep saying the Destroyer is a good movie, is because you've never seen watched, the original. Yeah, well, I watched Conan the Destroyer when I was like six, and I was into swords and you know like sandals, sandals and toes. Dude, he wears boots, bro. That motherfucker, his feet never touch the dirt. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I look. I remember watching Conan the Destroyer when I was younger too, and I enjoyed it. But like I said, the Barbarian, Conan the Barbarian, is a better movie. Yeah, I I mean I would agree with you there. It's way rawer, and it was just this. It, there's some great like cinematography in that movie, like this yeah. great scene. Like it's a great movie. And that's when yeah. I was watching the Barbarians. I just kept thinking, they were like, okay, well we can't do Conan. We can't do it, but we have these two fucking cracked up twins that are muscly as shit. Where are they from? We think they're from New York, but we don't know. They keep howling. We're gonna call them Barbarians. It's like. Brilliant. Let's just set them in. And like they say, this is the movie is not even set in a fantasy world. It's set in a time long ago. It's not even set in a different world. It's like this is a time. So it's on Earth. This is a, this is our life canon, bro. Like this, well, it's, it's these ancient, fuckers it's came Italy, before right? Henry VIII. Sorry, I was gonna say it's ancient Italy, right? Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> It's like, it's so insane. Because I was waiting for it. It's like, oh, they're going to they're gonna come up with a name for the world this is. That's no. it's planet Earth. It's That's not Rome. I, I will, Florence I will, is over there. I will say this, having read a decent, I don't want to say a huge amount, because there's people that's read way, way, way more than I have. But having read a decent amount of fantasy and played a decent amount of role-playing games and stuff like that, it's almost yeah. better that they didn't try to come up with a name. Because like when you try to come up with a name, you get stuck with some dumb shit. Yeah. That's true. You're yeah. right, but they, but then after that, when the whole world's like, this ain't fucking Earth. Well, <laughs> this like, movie. Look at that dragon. <laughs> well, when you watch it, obviously you get, you can see they were going for Conan, but they're also going for Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Well, yeah, and Legend. That, was this after? Yeah, Thunderdome. So yeah, Thunderdome was eighty five. Well, yeah, yeah. So you talk about the like big the big Tina Turner thing. look was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm assuming you're talking about like the cage fight also. So yeah, mainly yes. Yeah. So in Conan the Barbarian also, like um I like I said, I didn't know you hadn't seen the Barbarian. But like the first part of the movie, he uh and I don't want to give too much away because you know you need to watch it and, and enjoy it, but he gets captured and sold into slavery, similar to what happens here, and he's trained to be a fighter. So like this whole montage is almost like a straight fucking ripoff of Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, that's what I thought. Not but as the thing good. is you never you ne- you never see them fight. So, like, Conan's fine because Conan wants to eat and survive yeah. and whatever, right? Because well, he's just getting bigger and bigger. They teach Conan. And these guys are just doing nothing. They teach Conan how to fight. They teach him, like, the, the concepts of war. Yeah. Um, they teach him how to read. They teach him how to write. Like, they make – these people make Conan into the person he is. Yeah. They give him all this education and all this martial prowess and knowledge – and then fucking set him free. And in here, it's just like, hey, we're going to whip you. And you're going to hate this gold helmet and this black helmet. And eventually you're going to fight. 
Which but in this in this in this movie worked. I mean, like it was fun, but it's once again. I mean, if you're talking about like the quality of the movie, Conan's a better movie. Well, I always thought that in the beginning of the Barbarian, what they should have done was that the that emperor guy, Kadar, whatever his name was, he should have killed those twins' parents. And they were on the run, and they get picked up by this group. There should have been some initial to make you hate strife Kadar. between Kadar yeah. and, and the twins, There's and nothing. it just wasn't. Yeah, and I thought that there was just no reason for them to get revenge apart from this one chick they've known for like three days. Oh, but she loved him. Yeah, and they loved her. They, they, I think he just I like don't even need fingers, a bro. I that. think he just I could like tell eating them fingers. Love. Like, nah, and she says, "I will suck your dick, Kadar." And it was so <laughs> odd. It's just like. Psych. I'm but not gonna was, fucking you know fuck car, you. The Kara chick. Huh? Who was that Kara girl? That's, again, with the ruby. Something that's never explained. You better, yeah. Why? How do we know she's. Show me your belly. Why? And is I will place it. Why is she keeping her identity a secret, especially to the people that have got her in a fucking cage? No, no. I yeah. get, holy shit. It's so insane. Oh, and every time shit. they realize her identity, like even with the twins, right? So one of the brothers realized their identity first. And he's like, and she's right after they've got the, the, smart the gem from the dragon. Yeah, the smart one. <laughs> after they've got the gem from the dragon, they come out. It's like, why is there horses there? It's like, they used their instincts. They knew we were coming. And I was like, just a random line to throw in there, but fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> and then she just walks on ahead, jumps on a horse and just fucking rides away. And they literally both just stand there watching her go. And the dumb one's like, do you think we can trust her? <laughs> and the other one's just like, yeah, sure we can. That's Kara. And he's like, all right. Wait. And they don't see her again. <laughs> she just fucking bombs off with a gem. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, and I don't know if there was ever a scene to where she was, to where she fully established. What was her name? Kara? Kara. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, she had another name. It was I can't remember what it was. Like S and Yeah, Kara was her uh, dirty cult name. Yeah, but there never I, was a. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, my bad. I was just saying there was never a scene between Kara and the barbarians. But they like, mentioned it in well, the beginning. We could trust. Yeah. Her. Yeah, yeah. Like they never established no. that trust. He was just like, yeah, we could trust Kara. No, they mentioned hey. in the beginning that she might have been an orphan as well because yeah. she. They say that she picked up the two twins at the beginning of the movie. They say they picked up two twins. And a girl. And, and a girl called Kara. But that's never who, said. Any games. Yeah, that's it. Well, well, who has time for plot when you have to focus <laughs> on the fucking barbarian's butt cheeks hanging out of these oh, loincloths? Oh, I mean, bro. you try to be a director and not fucking put the camera on that. Dude, that- speaking of uh, speaking of just like the, the Kara and then the twins and then like the uh, the caravan or the troop or whatever the fuck you want to call it those dudes fucking turn gypsies, bro. gypsies they turn savage quick oh dude. <laughs> so so fast <laughs> they, they didn't know they were fucking juggling laughing dancing one well one of the kids was doing like push-ups on the back of a moving carriage yeah and as soon as shit hits the fan everything drops they know what's going down well do you know the they, adrian brody character Adrian Brody. The dude who looked like Adrian yeah, Brody. Yeah, the guy that with puts the fucking line. gem in the belly button at the end. Oh, you that fucking... fucking you, you threw me off and I was like, wait a minute, he was in this? 
Wait, he, he, he looks like Adrian Brody if Adrian Brody had a hard life. No, like, blow your mind. It'd be like Sam Rockwell in like yeah. a fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What do you mean Sam Rockwell is a teen? Yeah, dude, Sam Rockwell is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah, he's a filter it. or non-filter guy. Yeah. yeah. But, but Adrian Brody's character... Best, mo- uh, best role of his career. Mm-hmm. Oh, hands down. This yeah. is peak. <laughs> this, I mean, he's sucked in everything else. God since. damn it, I'm going to watch Ninja Turtles now. <laughs> Even though IMDB got the score wrong, fuck them. Was that what? Was that one of the movies? Yeah, that that was one of my movies. Uh, you would have known had you not passed the fuck out. But yeah, mine was one of my movies was Ninja Turtles, and I got it wrong because I was like, well, if Cloud Atlas got a fucking seven point four on IMDB or whatever the number was, then Ninja Turtles should have got like a seven point eight. What did it have? Like seven point one or some six point eight? I don't remember. Probably in the sixes because you know I don't know. I, I don't know the logic behind that. You know, some things are just unknowable. Yeah. <laughs> this this is one of them. How what what fucking bizarro land do we live in where Cloud Atlas scores higher than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a good fucking movie. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, it was good. Yeah, I've never seen Cloud Atlas, so so I can't speak to that. Yeah, well, it's it doesn't have fucking Casey Jones, does it? You mean Elias Cotier? Yeah. Who? You know, I always got mixed up with the dude from Law and Order SVU. Yeah, Christopher Maloney. Yeah. Yeah. They could they could have played brothers. They could have. But or you could have got Jean Claude Van Damme to play the brothers and just paid him one salary. <laughs> Easy peasy. Mm-hmm. But Adrian Brody's character in this movie, <laughs> yeah. you know what his name is? I don't know if it's in the credits, but it's written down in my notes. What's that? Oh, this is great screenwriting. His name is Husband. <laughs> husband? Because <laughs> the chick only refers to him as Husband. What a cock. <laughs> well, He's a he's a fucking dick, right? He like after they after they captured the barbarians, and they already have Kara fucking captured and sitting in a cage. And I don't know what I don't know why they have her in a cage. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish. I don't know what the deal is. Oh well, can we can we admit that she could easily escape from that cage? Well, I mean, if it's like the why would she? She got chicks feeding her food and pampering her all day. Her Look, whole body is through the fucking. <laughs> well, I was gonna say if it's like the cage that the dudes fought in earlier, where they were like, "Yo, let's break out," and they picked <laughs> yeah, up and they just, the cage and just moved <laughs> it out of the way. Yeah, they like throwing shit down. Like they're like, "Nah, move so out of the way." It, it and leads, just like, all right. It leads me to believe too. And I know we're backtracking, but it leads me to believe that that cage wasn't even attached by like rope or anything. It's just like, hey, look, <laughs> you guys are going to watch this fight, but here's what we need from you. We need a little audience participation. We need you to hold <laughs> this section of the wall up. <laughs> Straight up. Bro, that's the only way it was happening. Those fuckers were literally holding that the wall. And then when they escape, there's just like two horses ready saddled just... Just straight up, like right next to each other. It was don't let them escape. And that's like, oh, why did we give them horses then? <laughs> they were using the horses were using their instincts that had been established D- later, dude, later on. There yeah. are so many. There is so much horse or equine instinct in this movie. It is insane, and they must be attracted to the fucking babe oil that these two guys are wearing because they are 
Or they just know where he's coming out. They could sniff those fuckers coming a mile away, bro. Well, they probably they smell everywhere. Like they, they look. They probably smell like a tannin bed. <laughs> so worse. Atta- Jesus Christ! But, and I've never even heard of these guys. I almost want there to be a documentary about these twins. One of them's dead. Yeah. He, From what? Horse. Attack? One of them passed away. Uh, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Yeah. They lived that long. One yeah. of them. Were they, were they twins, though? Oh, yeah. yeah. They were they actually twins. twins. Oh, yeah. yeah. You couldn't tell by looking at them? <laughs> I did. I didn't know. I was like, some, maybe there's two guys in New York. The gene pool is probably quite small. Maybe they're just like, fuck, these guys. I mean, they're both from Queens. And they got it down. No, that's pretty much how I buy into Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger as twins. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but... So, anyways, she's in this cage, like you said, that she could have easily fucking escaped from. Uh, the two twins, and I can't even remember how they fucking got caught. Uh, they got caught. I, I'm sure it was. Well, they like, got a net thrown on them, didn't they? Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, these motherfuckers, and you're about to see one of them break a fucking rope with his neck muscles, and this net <laughs> has overpowered them. You, it would have been better if they had got bested in a battle of wits. That would have made sense, but. Anyways, yeah, they decide now they're like, we got to execute these guys. You know, we, we've had this chick sitting in this fucking cage for how long, but we just caught these two dudes. I can only, the only thing I can think of is that these people have got to be cannibals. And they just saw like these two slabs of meat roll up and they're like, that's fucking ribeyes. <laughs> that's prime, bro. Yeah. That's the marbling. Oh, the marbling. Well, that mean. <laughs> But would it be though? Because marbling is fat, and these dudes don't have fat. Yeah, but they got fat, bro. They're not skinny. Yeah, dude. No, it's have... already established. These are fat twins. These are fat twins. Husband calls them fat. He <laughs> says fatty. Well, <laughs> call he, fat. he calls one of them fatty. <laughs> he's he's probably using the same logic that Triple H used in his feud with CM Punk when he called him a skinny fat ass. <laughs> You skinny. It's like in uh, in Lockstock. He's like, you're not fat, but you look like you should be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they decide they're going to kill these dudes, and they're like, well, let's hang them. And then the one dude smashes the fuck, or breaks the rope with his neck, which is the one one of the two things I remember about this movie before rewatching it. Fuck me. Uh, you know. Possible. Possible. If, again, I'm here for it. Like, it's oh, I thought it was you cool. Can't take, yeah, you can't take this movie serious, and because every movie needs a ridiculous scene. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's this movie's filled with it. it. It's not only <laughs> it's that though, but then the other one's like, oh, hey, well, watch this. I'm going to do something that's equally absurd. It it was almost like Man of Steel ripped this movie off. Remember when Superman gets called by the authorities in Man of Steel? And he just sort of nonchalantly breaks the handcuffs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like Zack Snyder saw this because like, one of the twins are like, "Well, what are we doing here? Let's just snap this." <laughs> well, the only thing the is, dumb one. Was, uh, well, when Zack Snyder saw it, he's like, "That looks cool. I really like that. I'm going to steal that, but I'm going to shoot it in one fourth, one fourth speed." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what Zack Snyder does. Fuck Zack Snyder. But, yeah, and then... So the twins escape. No. 
No, they they find out that they're a part of the tribe because they have the tattoos. Yeah. But they yeah. knew they were part of the tribe. No, they didn't. But they were they kids they, and they, they got the tattoos. They, they couldn't convince them because these two guys couldn't but they have the tattoo on the white necks. paper bag. Oh, fuck yeah. So stupid. Because <laughs> they make a point of it in the beginning of the movie. When they're like, and they gave them the tattoo so they forever know they were part of the tribe. Oh, but this tribe wouldn't have none of that bullshit. <laughs> this tribe. But then the Kara chick, she hides her tattoo. And then she's like, and then, then they try to get all the virgins. She's like, I'm no virgin. I'm <laughs> she's fucking, like, guys. I've been fucking all the fucking bums around. You never believe that. Well, she knew where to go to get the weapons. This medieval strip club. Yeah. Because they're like, hey, we got to rescue Canary. It's like, if you arm wrestle, you get this weapon for free. If you beat this dude and arm wrestle. So they looked at this, this jacked up, oiled up dickhead. And they were like, I'm going to take my chances on this arm wrestle. I guess it's just tall... Not very muscly, dude. But again, again, I have to, I have to give props to these these twin guys because it's so funny. Because I want to wrestle. And then he stands up. He's like, "Oh, you got it." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's good. Shit. And then as soon as he beats him, right? Because first of all, he's annoyed by the snake that's around by his hand. Yeah. And then he just roars at the snake, and the snake like <laughs> shits itself. He's like, "You scared Lucy?" Whatever the snake's name is. And then the, the fucking brother just takes him and slams him entirely through a table. And then knows instantly. He knows instantly what's going to happen. People are going to lose their mind, so he has to make a fucking stance. So he throws this dude, slams him through the table, turns around, first dude in front of him, just fucking picks that dude up and, like, launches him. Like, that guy could have been, like, I was just passing by. He took no fucking credence. Dude. He just took him out. Well, there are certain moments in this movie to where it has to turn canon. They never got any. They never got any weapons either, though. No, they didn't. But can they, But uh, and he won. I mean, it was so retarded. Kara, she's like, "Hey, I could take you to this this strip club uh, bar, and we could find weapons." She's with them the entire time. The shit goes down. Shit hits the fan. They manage to escape with their lives, and Kara is like. Because she's there to find out a secret way into the palace. She never leaves their side. No. They get outside and she's like, I found a secret passage. <laughs> and it's like, when? When the fuck did you have time to interrogate <laughs> she knows, anybody? Bro. She knows. She's legit. She's legit champ. Champ of the champs. Did you notice like anytime the twins have to be sort of sneaking around? Yeah. One of them always looks like he's taking a shit. Like how you take a shit out in the woods. <laughs> he's just got this hunched over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you touched on it, though. You were talking about Kara finding an entrance to the palace and without ever leaving her side. But I just want to point out, too, because we talked about it earlier, the palace is apparently right fucking there. Oh yeah, yeah, dude! It's, it's and anyone can get in. Like yeah. it seems like it's every, not the hardest place to live. <laughs> everything is within like a little four block radius of each other. This wall, no, it's shouting distance. Everything like, within a shouting. Which distance. is more amazed at their shock when they get tra- like chased by these raiders because they must have seen them like a bunch of fucking times. Because <laughs> it's only a 15, 20 minute round fucking trip. 
to the palace, around the plains, come back to the palace. It probably is. Where's the other palace? Is it? Is there another palace? Well, is there no, anything else? <laughs> there's no kind of like king or queen or government established in this land at all. There's no world building. There is yeah. absolutely zero world building. It's, you in got this. these. You got this one little group of fucking entertainers that have turned feral in the forest and they're about to cannibalize people. Yeah. Then you got Kadar who's having his fucking orgies over here, like you know, a mile away. And then you got this yeah. one fucking like roadhouse that's like a mile <laughs> away from each other. Each of the other spots. <laughs> it is roadhouse. <laughs> then you've got, then you've got the fucking swamp. It's like a mile away from these other spots. They've got the secret weapons and the dragon. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. Like everything is in the, the area. Dude, can we just can we just stop and just let's just go over the magnificence of them killing this dragon that, and then just directly standing underneath, just going like this. Like, and they're like green goo like the thickest the thickest of the green goo like not even what? Nickelodeon level like above what? Nickelodeon goo <laughs> yeah. and it was just like pouring over their heads and they just oh, were just wait, doing no, this no. repeatedly was it green oh, so I you know I have trouble with colours I thought it was like like a dark colour I thought it was like shit no it was green Dude, it's green, it green bro so is it like a dark green yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, would explain, that, that would explain why I couldn't fucking see it then because it dude it was so thick it wasn't oh, even yeah. like blood it was like tar well, <laughs> coming thought, out of it like on top of them yeah i'd like to say i thought maybe they cut like the intestines open or something and we was just getting like doo-doo and they're dragging <laughs> even that big and then they just climb into it and it's like a fucking double deck of oh, bus dude. bro they're just like there's room to spare there's cunts of running around the insides of that dragon and there's room to spare well Ooh. this Go ahead, Bob. Well, I was going to say, with with like the dragon and everything, so wasn't this area supposed to be hidden? <laughs> yeah, but it was hidden a mile away. Everybody fucking shows up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They know what's up. The horses show up. You mean the, the rest fuck? of the call sheet? Yeah. There, there was <laughs> probably... And that's when you see the dude that died in the first scene, the chase scene. Oh, does he come he back? He fucking rocks up in the swamps. And he dies like instantly, and they both just like so. They, there's obviously only two of them because you only send two people to fight two people. Yeah, you know? that's what you do. That's etiquette. They also had some merman, didn't they? Birdman? Oh, merman. like no, they look kind of like um, uh, humanoids from the deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. about that too when I was watching it. It's fucking stupid. It's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I'll keep saying it, man. If it wasn't for this flimsily fucking script, I'm here for it. Because it's it, it's silly. It is. And, god damn it, the twins are lovable, though. Oh, that's because they, 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 they are they? They're, I, they're, yeah, they are, because they're not serious. Like, if they were overly they're serious. They're not. Yeah, like, but I wanted more, more they're so back and forth. fucking stupid. Stupid and like yeah, they're just and like the smart one is dumb as shit. They're like big teddy bears almost. Yeah, no, like remember no, when they're wasn't... sneaking into the castle? Yeah, and, <laughs> and then a guard's about to spot them, so they kiss, and then the guard walks away, and then they just like they're both taking turns spinning. <laughs> They're like trying to show how gross it is, and they're but trying I, to but I, I wanted more back and forth. No, I, I, I wanted more of them. Yeah, yeah. Was, a lot of them was just 
not really like throwing people and stuff. But I think if they just let them fly with their personalities, because when you saw it, they were funny as hell. Dude. And just roll with that, because that movie would have been legit a comedy of the year. Well, well, after they had the orgy when they're rescuing Canary and they make Canary watch them fuck, everybody. I don't know, get their dick raw by yeah. all this fucking wild, uh, strange. Yeah. <laughs> and, they're, and they're coming up on Kara, who's been waiting there. And can we talk about how everybody sleeps like a fucking bear in this movie? Yeah, on a rug, on the hard ground, bro. They sleep, and nobody wakes up. Yeah. Ever in this movie. So, so they're leaving the castle after they find out where the magical, quote-unquote, weapons are. <laughs> and, and Kara's like, where have you been? And then she just pulls the blanket back. And one of them's like, like, <laughs> like it's just so. It's I don't know. It's sweet and stupid. Can you imagine filming that? And be like we got it. We cut. That, cut, that is that's, a, it. that's scene. That is that shit's amazing. Cut and print. Let's go. Cut and print that. You go. You're going straight to I mean, this is like Clint Eastwood type filming. Like, one shot and we're done. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Yeah. One That's take, enough baby. of that. That's hey, enough of that. <laughs> you know, um, I, I just got this written down. I just saw it. But did you notice, too, like, there's a time lapse, right? Because the twins are, what, five, six, seven years old? Yeah, nobody ages. Nobody With ages. the twins. No, yeah, yeah. except for them and Car. Car gets older, and the twins get older. But everybody else just looks this fucking same. Exactly yeah. the same. Even husband. Like I want to know their skin husband looks regiment. legit the same, bro. But they are wearing a lot of face paint. A lot of them wearing face paint. Well, and you don't really I, see their hands. You can tell age with hands. So yeah. you don't see their hands. Bro. I, I think yeah, I've got this figured out. For husband and his group, it's got to be cannibalism. And yeah, I think we for, figured that out. For Kadar and his group, it's just got to be fucking orgies, man. They keep you young. Dude, yeah, orgies do keep you up. He had a sorcerer. But we got a friend who could tell don't you that. don't really understand what the sorcerer is actually doing for him. Apart from just trying to give him the basic levels of how to be a bad guy and him just not doing it. She is like, anti she orgy. To, she's anti orgy. She's anti fun gem. She's like, first of all, I think she's slightly confused about the gem and why he's putting everything on the line. For no, the I think she has it all figured out. I don't know. I don't think she. I think she's confused. But I his think leadership. she wants to sing. She wants to sing. I think, I think she wants to <laughs> juggle and sing. She hates the laughter, what she wants that Nah, she so hates much. the laughter. She fucking hates it. Yeah, she's a peacock. You got to let her she's fly. Gonna come in. I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> dude, this this bitch is gonna be in the background a bit, like in. Um, I thought she'd be more like. Do you remember Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Do you remember like there was that little witch sorceress that he would yeah. go to and he'd give predictions? Oh. I thought she'd be a bit Whoa. more like that. Hold on, hold on. I don't know what just fucking happened, but we don't talk about Kevin We don't Costner. talk about Kevin Costner. Nah, we don't man. talk about Bruno, and we don't talk about Kevin Costner. Uh, we don't talk about Ke- Kevin Costner in this podcast. Kevin Costner can play golf, can shoot hey, arrows. We're going we're gonna to eventually sit down, and I'm going to be the judge uh, or the referee, and we're going to have a Kevin Costner podcast between Bone and Reese. But I love Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I don't know why. I have no idea why. Bone you have to re- you have to watch all these best movies, though, dude. They're all the same. I've seen one of them. I don't need to see any more. Nah, have you seen the one where he calls somebody a goldfish? Did I see the <laughs> one where he acted like Kevin Costner? Yes. 
Okay, we're going to go off on a tangent and make this podcast like three hours, but there are so many actors who have one note that doesn't make them bad. I've been been critical of Jack Nicholson in The Departed. You know that. And I love The Departed. Greatest movie. Robert De Niro? I've been critical of Robert De Niro, not necessarily in the podcast, but yeah, I mean, like, I've been... Al Pacino? I was about to just say Al Pacino. I've been critical of Al Pacino. Al Pacino when he was younger? Yes. Take that shit all day. Al Pacino when he's older? No. He's playing the same fucking role over and over. Yeah. Yeah. 90s Al Pacino is essentially the same dude from like the 90s all the way to the end. Right? Well, Al Pacino has different levels of Al Pacino. To be fair, in uh, what what was Scorsese's newest movie? What was that fucking thing? The Irishman? Dude. Al Pacino was good. What's well, about he time? Good. He was apparently good Scorsese time he was like, "Hey, just do what you do. Just, just, just don't shout it. How about, how about we take the ooh ah into a ooh ah?" Uh. <laughs> 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 I thought he was good, man. Joe Pesci was nailed it. He's yeah. kind of one tone, Joe Pesci. But I, I, I don't. Leo gets. <sighs> Dude, Leo Getz is one of my favorite characters ever. Whatever you want, Leo Getz. Yeah. Dude. But also, I love fucking Lethal Weapon. Uh, me too, me too. So we agree on that. Like, Josh all is a Lethal so Weapon. Good. He's a Lethal Weapon hater, Josh. Have you watched no. all of them? No. Dude, the, even the fourth one not. with Jet Li he's, is sick. I'm not. I, but I haven't seen, like... The four. first Lethal Weapon is a legitimately fucking good movie. Because that's the one where they embrace like uh, uh, Riggs' thoughts of suicide. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he was great, man. Like, Mel Gibson acts the shit out of it. And then part two, like, yeah. part two was just a good fucking movie. Yeah, it's because you have to hate on the South Africans. Like, oh, you can't go to South Africa because you're black. <laughs> it's like, we've got diplomatic immunity. <laughs> it's like, I love how we're dealing cocaine out this house, huh? Even, so you can't arrest us, Agent Briggs, because we have got <laughs> diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Even when Lethal Weapon became like a buddy comedy with like part three, I still enjoyed it. I I actually enjoyed all of them. They were the ones. That's why I love uh, Die Hard 3 so much, because it's a buddy cop movie. It is a buddy cop movie. And they... There's a lot of reasons to love Die Hard with a Vengeance. Mm, but Die Hard with a Vengeance. So I didn't even think about that until he just said it. It was copying Lethal Weapon. Yeah, 100%. But it was it, it was so fucking good. No, it was good. It was a good movie. It's just it, like, it's different from the other Die Hard movies. It's a good movie, so don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not. It was. It's just it was different because like the first two Die Hard movies were closer to traditional action and then Die Hard with a Vengeance was almost like a series of quests. It was a series of quests and the fuck me, that shit was hilarious, bro. There's so many lines in that movie. Well, you know, we we covered Die Hard 2 on this podcast. We did. Yeah. We did. Die Hard 2 sucks. We covered Die Hard 2 versus... It actually doesn't suck. I've actually watched it back recently and it's it's actually okay. The Last Boy Scout. Yeah, it was our Bruce Willis episode. Yeah, but uh, you know the thing with God bless Bruce Willis. Yeah, just retired, yeah. man. He's going Dude did things. seven movies last year. 
I do know one of so them. Was bad. In, one of them was in Canton, Mississippi. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Is that near where you used to live? Or? Yeah, like thirty minutes. What the fuck? You yeah. miss Bruce Willis, bro. I miss Bruce Willis every day. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna miss Bruce Willis even longer. <laughs> Ty Reese was in Mississippi also, um, and the only reason I bring it up is because he came by our store one day, and apparently was talking to one of my salespeople about his multitude of refrigerators <laughs> and the dude the dude and i'm not gonna name any names or anything like that because you know whatever but like the guy that helped him was he's one of my most obviously i'm not at that store anymore i've i've moved and i'm in texas now instead of mississippi but he was one of my most friendly people and this is the kind of guy that you want to talk to people like he's just so friendly and so respectful all the time and he's such a sweetheart and he always called me mr billy and i was like dude you don't have to call me Mr. Billy. He's like, uh, I understand Mr. Billy, but you know, I'm just, I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, damn. But um, like such, such a nice guy, man. Such a lovely person. And I asked, he told me about it because I wasn't there that day when Tyrese came in. And I was like, well, they told me you got to work with Tyrese. And he's like, yeah. He's like, I did, Mr. Billy. And I'm like, well, how was it? He's like, I didn't care for him. He's like, wow. He, he wouldn't quit talking about all his refrigerators. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he goes, and then he says, You might have one. I got three, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I think he had like 17, I think was the number. And then, 17 refrigerators. Then he says, He goes, He's Mr. Billy. I remember him making that YouTube video crying about not having any money. And then he comes in here talking about all his refrigerators to his girlfriend. And he, and he said, he goes, he, he just felt like that he was one of those people that just wanted you to know that he had money and he had stuff. And he's like, he just you know, wanted to know he had more refrigerators than you. Yeah. And he's he like, like, well, in his, he was like, that just didn't, he goes, wait, that just didn't is sit this well common in America? Is, is, is a no, surplus no. of refrigerators a thing? Look. It's what? No. Reese. No. We, we were talking about this earlier, right? Wrestling? So, yeah. I don't know if I've ever told you about my best friend, Bobby Lashley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, the, who, Bobby Lashley. He was an yeah. MMA fighter for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, former world champion Bobby Lashley. He came <laughs> into my store one day when they were doing a show in Jackson, Mississippi, uh, and he was needing to buy some new earphones, and I actually helped him yeah. set him up with some AirPods. But, yeah. like, was a super nice guy. Like, talking to him, and I didn't do like I didn't ask him for an autograph or anything like that because I wasn't going to do that. This dude coming here to shop, you know, and I'm just going to be like, hey, let me yeah. take care of him. You know, I'm sure he gets that shit all the fucking time. But was a super nice guy, <laughs> super nice guy, man. Fucking, you know, set him up with some AirPods, sold them to him, and was cool. You know, so no nothing bad to say about Bobby Lashley. I'll even joke around when I'm watch, when I do watch wrestling. I'm like, oh, there's my best friend Bobby Lashley about to win the championship. <laughs> <laughs> I love his name as well, Bobby Lashley. Dude, this dude is uh, Bobby Lashley's bigger than Brock Lesnar. Bobby Lashley yeah. is huge, but then like when you see him in person, his waist is tiny, but his shoulders, like goddamn, God, yeah, it's, it's a yeah. Dude, you should have just attacked him, like flat out, just attacked him, so I can get murdered. Sounds like a perfect nah. thing. <laughs> Nah, bro, you can sue that motherfucker. I swear to God, he makes some money. But uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to show Reese what Bobby Lashley looks right. like. But has, he a, has he got a bit? But once again, no. no. Once again, man, Bobby Lashley was a super nice guy. And then when I talked to fucking uh, 
when I talked to my other guy and he tells me about Tyrese, you know, and he's just like, yeah, I just felt like he was just trying to let everybody know like what all he had. Jesus. Like, yeah. Who cares? Color me shocked though. I mean, he's, he's got an IMDB. Wait, is this guy alive now? Yes. Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. looks like he's straight out of the nineties, bro. He was just a WrestleMania. Yeah. Jesus. Was he like the heavyweight champ? He, he was, was for a, for a, for a while. Bobby Lashley, man, that guy's huge. Yeah, he he was in MMA. He left wrestling to do MMA, and he uh he didn't lose in MMA, did he? Hey, I think he finally did. He was moderately successful, but then he came back. He, he went. To I guess he was just using his size, right? Yeah, and this is he found. But he's he's got a wrestling background. Yeah, he's oh, a he legit, does. Yeah, he's uh, a legit like I think collegiate wrestler. Yeah. Fuck, man, do a Brock Lesnar. Just go in there. He probably could have beat Brock Lesnar. The problem well, is people in the heavyweight division he, are so he, much bigger uh, than they used to be. He beat Brock Lesnar to Royal Rumble. Boom. But Brock Lesnar's like 55 years old, dude. Well, Bobby Lashley's not, Bobby Lashley's not a spring chicken either. No, he's probably about 43, uh, for 44. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Bro- uh, Bobby Lashley's been around for a minute also. Yeah. But... <laughs> this is great podcasting. I just want to say, I love it. We like straight from the barbarians. It's like somehow we ended up a, from lethal weapon to diehard to Bobby Lashley. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, well, maybe there's a Mel Gibson connection with Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. I love, I love Mad Max. But yeah, Kevin Costner, we're, we're going to have to set that up because. I, I, All right. I, okay, I get to choose, but I have to choose the three movies that you watch. What fucking fair is that? No, because you're like the hater, right? So I'm the lover. So I'm going to give you three I, movies that I think are legitimately good. I should, you have to point, to watch. I should be able to point out some movies that I don't think are great. Yeah, sure, but I'm gonna make you some mo- watch. I'm gonna make you watch movies that are good, and then he makes you watch movies that he doesn't like. Which I'm going to love. Cause yeah, because you love Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is my heaven. But you have to, like, you have no, to watch. No, bone, bone. We'll make Reese oh, yeah, watch wrestling with us. I love wrestling. Well, I did love wrestling. <laughs> you did. I watch wrestling. Yeah. I watch wrestling from 1995. <laughs> oh, that's to, the worst year of wrestling. To 999. In the history of wrestling, that is the worst year. Shit, I, I'm... I'm out of the loop also, man, just other than what I watch every now and then and what I see on the uh, internet. Dude, I just like watching history things. I wanna, All I want to do is watch Vader. I want to watch fucking Kane, Undertaker, Oh Hardy my Boys, God. You know what? Boys. Now that you do say it, I do need to renew my subscription to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Okay, let's get well, on. There you go. With, so then now, dude, you, we should go to the Swedish wrestling show here. Oh, I would love to. Yeah. I told Anna Ushek to me, I'm about to power drive. <laughs> Hello, for Lord. Hello, hello, hello. Right, <laughs> okay, okay. So, let's get well, let's get back on track. We, so sure, sure, sure. Let me let me throw something out here then, so so we can get back on track. I'll give us something to talk about. I like the countryside's. I had fun with uh, the acting for the most part. I mean, it's it's bad, but it's it's bad in a fun way. But what about the sets? Uh, okay, yes, I'm, I was gonna I was gonna mention this when our final thoughts and our rating. Holy shit! Like, 
I, I hope y'all notice this. From the waist up, these costume designs, for a movie on a small budget, they looked really good. They did. Yeah. I agree. From the waist down, these motherfuckers are wearing jogging pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck out of here. Dude, like straight up. Jogging pants. <laughs> the bad times, because the copy I had wasn't very good, so it's kind of like that fuzzy yeah. 80s thing. And I swear to God, I was like, is that, is that like matte leather? <laughs> what is that? And that, that, it's fucking jogging pants. Dude, it is literally like just this almost fleece gray I mean, pants. They had, I think from what I gathered, they had four sets. Yeah. Okay, so you had the castle. You had like the, the, the castle area, the downstairs castle where these fucking stupid chairs. You have the the pits. Both of them were in the same pit. Hey, hold, just... on. hold on, Reese. Can I stop you for just a second? Yeah. Was it a castle? Because I, n- I never saw like a fucking castle. I just assumed it was like, like a series of fucking tents that were set up. No, no. You see in the distance. Yeah, when they rode out, when they escaped the castle. Yeah. You it's saw not a big castle. It's it. not a big castle. But that it's, was, it's more like... That was somebody else's castle. Bricks. Don't lie. <laughs> I mean, it probably <laughs> wasn't Kadar's. <laughs> but there was like... No, there was like four... It was, was probably Kadar's mother's castle. Oh, no, there swamp. was... A, Wait, there's more than four sets. It was swamp, a swamp. It was dragon. the forest. Inside was, inside the dragon. That's, that, that's a set. <laughs> no, that's a set in a set. That's a set in a set, bro. That's Inception set. Well, uh, well, by that logic, the hole in the ground. <laughs> the yes. hole in the ground set. <laughs> the waterfall set. And you notice how they shower? It actually looked like they were really dirty. That dude comes out. He oh. does some straight up method acting. He like showers for like two minutes. No, that was literally. And then literally... jumps in the water <laughs> because he's like, I'm actually legitimately filthy. That... that was literally the camera still rolling. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, that just put it in. shot was for sex appeal. And I'm yeah. going to tie that back to when we were talking about the jogging pants, the, I, I feel like the jogging pants were for a reason. And that's because we want you to focus on the barbarian. Their players. butts. Their butts. Yeah. 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 These are the cheeks you need to be focusing on. Everybody else is in fucking cheeks. Or it's like vice. Yeah. It's like vice versa, right? Like we don't have enough money to pit pants on everybody. <laughs> so you better focus. So on the we put less pants. pants. So You know, a better movie poster would have just been their asses. Oh, facing the hands screen. down. Yeah, like a, a behind, like a, a shot of their backs with them kind of looking over their shoulders. But like I said, their ass is really in focus, bro. Dude, this this movie would have done gangbusters in the box. It office. would have done more than eight hundred thousand. Yeah, that's shocking though. How much did these fuckers get paid for this movie? Well, well I, I Because I guess Canon had a had a certain system with everybody, right? Like, they're like, you get paid a percentage of what we make. Well, this was, like, their first movie, right? And I want to say I read something about it, and I don't think I wrote it down, but I think this was, like, their first movie, so I'm sure it wasn't much. Um, I I don't know. I have no idea. And since since we're somewhat talking about it, were, were the brothers great in this movie? No, they weren't great, but they were fun. We've already established that. We all like had fun with their acting. And all the shitty actors in this world and all the people who get paid tons of money to be in movies, Kevin Costner. How did these guys I knew that was coming? How did these guys not get to do a little more? 
Oh, I am. I am generally shocked. I wrote it down in my notes that Vince McMahon didn't come calling to these guys. Dude, taxi, really? taxi, the barbarian. Dude, yeah. they they literally created the whole thing in that movie. I mean, this they is seven, just, this the is only the only thing I can think of is the fact that he already had a wrestler called the Barbarian. Because remember the Barbarian and the Warlord. Two, but, oh yeah, I mean powers of pain. I mean that could have had two. He could have had two more twins. Fucking buns of steel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Just come out there and just New World Order, bro. Oh, that was a radio one. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I watched this thing about Hulk Hogan. Literally, this I don't know. It was some podcast I just found myself. Not a podcast. It was like a YouTube recording of a podcast, and it was just talking about all the lies that Hulk Hogan <sighs> has said over the years, and like some of the shit. So the, it went on for forty-five minutes, and this is cuts. Of all the time they spoke about Hulk Hogan's lies. Oh yeah, it's... And it went on forever. And some of them were so funny. It's like, yeah, I could have been, I could have been diehard one, you know, if I yeah. wanted to, but I'd turn it down. Oh <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's pretty known for talking about like, and he would, he would like name drop people at scenes that hey. died like five years before it happened. Yeah. So, since we're talking about it, I will say, there I do have a guilty pleasure Hulk Hogan movie. It's been a long time since I've oh, seen God. it, so my opinion No old barred. No. <sighs> Fucking Suburban Commando. Com- oh, my God. Suburban yeah. Commando. This motherfucker's sitting here going, I will never watch a Kevin Costner movie. Uh, I yeah. have a guilty pleasure. <laughs> Suburban Commando with Hulk Hogan. But you know what I remember the most about Suburban Commando? Christopher Lloyd? No, The Undertaker was in that movie. Yeah. And he had that high-pitched voice. He's like... Where can it get you, Ramsey? <laughs> oh, Hogan Hogan claims that he brought in Undertaker to to WWF. Oh, he was there of course, before. Hogan takes credit for that. But he was there before Hulk Hogan. No, he no, no, no. He no, he was in WWF before Hulk Hogan. No, right? no. no Hulk was. Hogan was in WCW. No, no, Hogan was in W. He Hogan was in WWF. Then he was in USWA. Then he come back to WWF. Undertaker was in WCW or NWA, which I can't remember. It might have been WCW. It was WCW. But he was Mean Mark Callis. He was partnered, I think, with Dangerous Dan Spivey at the time. But Mark Callis did the heart punch. That was his finishing move where, like, pin your arms behind your head and then punch you in your heart. <laughs> oh, dude, that's savage. That's savage. Then, uh, but then he Cold came to, blooded. He came to uh, the WWE. Yeah. In 1990. Yeah, and then he beat Hulk Hogan at this Tuesday in Texas. Yeah. For the favorite wrestler of all time, Undertaker. I think he's just the coolest motherfucker ever. Like when he was a like when he used to come in and all the lights used to go off in the arena and they would come on and he would be in the arena. Josh, just like bros, we know who it fucking is. Oh no, I'm 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 Bret Hart through and through. Bret Hart. Oh, yeah, Bret Hart. Bret Hart was a little fucking bitch, bro. Yeah. And my, fuck Bret Hart. Mine was Shawn Michaels. Dude, I love Shawn Michaels. Have you seen him when he kicks Stan in the face? <laughs> I was just kept. It's like, what's your name? Like, you're know, backstage. He's talking with Triple H when they were part of some fucking crew. And he looks at this dude who's just like some fucking background guy. He's like, what's your name? He's like, oh, my name's Stan. And he fucking <laughs> kicks Stan in the face. He's like, I just kicked Stan in the face. <laughs> Shawn Michaels, legit. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. He was the heartbreak kid, right? That was yeah. the Give fuck, Josh. 
No, I'm, 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 no, I'm diehard Bret Hart. Um, I like Bret Hart. It's stupid, man. No, Bret, get the fuck out of here. No, Reese, get the Bret, fuck that's out of here. That's dumb. That's dumb. Bret had some good matches. He just wasn't Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He wasn't anybody. It was Bret Hart. There's a reason why. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Did I watched a documentary of Bret Hart and the most inter- entertaining part of it was him shouting at his dad in the basement. That was, that was like, literally, it was just him and his dad having arguments. Like, I'll fucking kill you, dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a deep story. <laughs> this is it. Like, <laughs> well done, Bret. You really went through some hardship here. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, we'll put some people downstairs with him to train. And you just hear screaming from the basement. It's like, you guys are fucking <laughs> lunatics. You're essentially, you're filming a snuff movie now. Like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, yeah, then we'll send some guys down. They go there, try their luck with Brett. And they, uh, we'll just hear the screaming coming from upstairs. Like, what the fuck is this? What was that called, Bone? Stu Hart's... The Dungeon. Just The Dungeon. I've been, I've been watching a lot of classic reviews of WCW pay-per-views, so I was almost going to call it the Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> oh, my God. The Which Dungeon is... of Doom. <laughs> like, you know, as cartoony as I... And this is what always gets me, and, and I know we're not talking about the Barbarians right now. We're just, just fucking rambling. Oh, we, we have gone way we, off the rails. We are like fucking Grandpa Simpson right now. Yes. Yeah. I used to wear an onion on my belt wrapped in a rope <laughs> because that was the style at the time. <laughs> It'll be a cold day in hell before I recognize Missouri Wait. as a state. Hey, you guys ain't right. Missouri. 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 If we got a loose cannon over here. I, dude. So, oh, you know what? Since you just said it, and God, we're going to have to circle back to a fucking tangent of a tangent. But okay, oh, whatever. Dude, I love it. We've got so, so many tabs open right now. Yeah, we do. We are fucking like 10 browser pages in. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we. I was sitting there thinking, me and Josh were talking about this the other day, like a name for this fucking project. And I had said the Canon Canon, but he's like, some other podcast got that. And he's like, I thought we had kind of joked about it. And I'm like, well, I don't think I'd have joked about it because I think that's cheesy. But you just said my other name. Loose cannons. <laughs> Loose cannons. There we go. They, dude, I knew I was here for a reason. There was something it, calling me to this. You know thing. what? And it, and it, it's perfect because it comes back to the first cannon movie. We're talking about the barbarians because there is no virgins in this dirty cult. No. Well, <laughs> no. look. And they try to look for one. And they can't. they're like, we got two. I just, we just didn't even get to the end of the movie. Hey, look. So... There's enough fucking material here so we can do like a part two to this canon shit and we'll have to come up with like a subtitle, Loose Cannons 2, whatever, two. whatever. <laughs> so Loose Cannons, Too Loose. Okay, yeah. that might be it. Just say we just need to start thinking about it now. <laughs> there, there was a movie, and I want to I wanna throw this out there, and I know Josh has some that he wants to cover, and I guess, you know, Reese, if you're going to do these with us, like we- He's have, unemployed. He ain't got shit going on. No life prospects. Dude, Dude none. I'm, I've got a job, but no prospects. <laughs> so we we need to be thinking about like our next like grouping of movies, right? I I want to get into the fucking ninja series. Originally, one of my picks was Revenge of the Ninja, and Josh made a perfect perfectly valid point. And he's like, "Look, man, 
he's like, I respect your opinion, but you're an idiot. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. But uh, no, but seriously, he was like, hey, he's like, maybe we should save this and just like talk about the series as a whole. So at some point I'd like to do that, but like, there's so much to fucking mine here that we got to do another one and we need to- Within canon? Yeah. No. Okay. I need to do a deep dive into these canon movies. Just Wikipedia? Yeah. And you're going to see a list that's- Because I'm pretty sure, because at one point I watched a bunch of Chuck Norris movies. Oh, then you watched canon then. Yeah, no shit. If you watched an 80s movie- What was the Van Damme movies that were canon again? Uh, Everything up until- Dev Sport, which Blood is not sport. a which is not a movie. I just made that up. That's gonna be my yeah. movie. <laughs> no, I think that was a Bart Simpson game that he wanted to buy. <laughs> that, that was it that, was just it. No, no, no. I think it was like that was Bloodstorm. Bloodstorm. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't Bloodstorm. It was Bone Storm. Bone, Bone Storm. But no, uh, Bloodsport, Kickboxer, and I think Cyborg. Cyborg. There's no canon. Yeah, and, and Cyborg was... Cyborg had some budget, though. No, Cyborg didn't have the budget because it was it using like, like a lot of the sets from Masters of the Universe. No fucking way. Because like they, they put all their chips in on Superman, and they thought they had Spider-Man. They Dude, thought they had Spider-Man. Can you I imagine? That, I would have loved it. Dude, an 80s fucking canon Spider-Man movie? I would have loved it. I would have loved it. it. Why not? fucking had an orgy in the middle of the movie with like Mary Jane. But, oh my God. Dude, they would have nailed Daisy. Batman. Could you imagine Spider-Man's butt? Oh, bro. Straight <laughs> up. Just hanging out his fucking he would, costume. He wouldn't have just had a flash costume. Cheeks. Yeah. He would have no, like his butt. He's just... That'd be fucking legit. Spider Man's so oily that nobody could like actually no can tackle touch him. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker can't even stick to walls anymore. He's so greased up. <laughs> he just slide down on the fucking oil. God damn it! <laughs> just barbarians following him around. Going, his spider, <laughs> his webbing dude. is just semen. Yeah, dude. Just, um, look, just slimy goo. Just I legit, hanging out. I legit just thought about this. Right, you could have done Spider Man versus the Sinister Six. And the barbarians could have made up one third of that fucking group. You know they could, dude. Straight up, one of them's Rhino. Yeah, both of them, bro. <laughs> one's Two. one horn, the other's the, the other. One's the butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're Rhino. It's like one, one Rhino. You put us. And they just every time they see rhino. Spider-Man, they're like, <laughs> and this Spider-Man just kisses. like. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers a chimpanzee look we've broke off on a lot of tangents and <laughs> I don't even know where the fuck we're at anymore uh, much like the, I, the plot of this movie much like <laughs> the way this movie flows but I, I, I just want to talk about like the, the tomb of the ancient king and then the fucking rat people within the, the tomb <laughs> yeah, you know, once again, and we've we've said this and we've reiterated this over and over and over, but the tomb of the ancient king is apparently within walking distance of everything else. 
Straight up. And then you got, <laughs> I th- like, there's things. Well, it's a geographical anomaly. <laughs> right? And, and, but there's five minutes away from everywhere. <laughs> there's, there are things, despite, I, like, this movie is what it is, but there's things to enjoy about this movie. This movie's a fun movie, right? But, like, you get to this tomb, and it's almost like, hey, we're out of money. Uh, yeah, we need some rat people and we need a fucking dragon. So figure it out. Here's five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but even when they get into wait, is this the tomb with the snake stuff around it that maybe? Do you remember that when you go and you see the tomb and it's like these snakes are carved into the side of the walls? Is this where they get their armor? Yeah, yeah. Did you notice when they look into that? That one dude, one of the twin brothers, he just looks at the and just jumps on top of it. Like, no delicacy. Just literally, he's just stomping all on that armor. Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, it's like, it's like all this, it's like holy ground, this magic armor. He just literally jumps two-footed and just like fucking, fuck this shit. Like, just stomps all over it. This... Yeah, Josh talked about it earlier when he was doing a synopsis, and this is going to be the D and D nerd in me coming out, and the role playing nerd, and all that. But you can't just say magical armor, magical weapons. What are the fucking properties? Yeah. <laughs> now you don't have to tell me plus three or whatever. We're not talking about. But it was shiny. Thing. Is that your fucking magical properties? It's fucking shiny. I think so. I think that's what they're going for because it was shinier than everybody else's shit. Apart from the bronze helmet that one guy wore really early on. I was like, that helmet was shiny. That no, was magical was as fuck. But that was a magical helmet. But this, the, the, the armor was shiny as hell, bro. And yeah, again, it, it seems like they were copying Legend. If you remember Legend. Oh, yeah, yeah. You are 100% correct, dude. Because Tom Cruise got that fucking gold armor, didn't he? <clears throat> yeah. Tom Cruise had a tunic to fight the the Prince of Darkness. No, no. Copy no, he, John that, he, he was that dark, movie was darkness. fucking hot trash. Just darkness. Yeah. That movie Whoa. was worse than Barbarians. Whoa. 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 Yeah. yeah. Now, now you're just talking Wait, about the side is of that la- No, I what? might be thinking about Lady Hawk. You need... Lady Hawk is better than the Barbarians. Lady Hawk's good. You need to uh, watch your tongue, sir. I don't know which tongue is <laughs> trash about Legend for. <laughs> Legend can suck a bag. <laughs> is Tom Cruise wearing a tunic? Yeah. Yeah, he okay. is. But he I don't want to watch Tom Cruise. With- Tim Curry, who is darkness. Everybody fights Tim Curry. Like, everybody was fighting Tim Curry back in the day. Like, he was the <laughs> one dude that everybody... You can't just say every time somebody fought Tim Curry. It was a good movie. Hey, Legend is probably better than any fucking Kevin Costner movie. This is not a chance. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> we, we can't keep going like this. <laughs> we right. can't. We're going to go off... Like my battery level on my headphones just said twenty percent. We're, we're about to divert from being loose can loose cannons to the Costner Collective. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Pretty good. That's our next little side piece. No, it's not. Keep on Costner. That's what we're gonna call it. We just watch a perfect world twenty times in a row <laughs> and just dissect it. So yeah, I, the, the dragon looked fucking horrible though. Like out of all everything in this movie, like even the bad sets and and the fucking jogging pants and everything, 
The dragon was the most disappointing thing, though, as far as... It was terrible. Like, how its it head came out of the water. Dude, and, and it, it just had, looked... It had those big-ass bulging eyes. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Thing? I thought it was a statue. I thought it was, like, some sort of sculpture rising out, because the water was, like, bubbling before, right? Was that the dragon? Look. It didn't feel like It is quite obvious that they filmed this movie chronologically. You could tell by the twins acting... They got more comfortable and they yeah. realized what movie they were in. And you could tell when they ran out of money and they were like, we have $38 yeah. to make a dragon. <laughs> what can we, you do, guys? We need 30 of that money to go for coffee for the crew. No, we need 30 of that money to go to these egg whites for these yoked fucking twins. <laughs> if they don't get their protein, they're literally going to eat they, one of the extras. They must be eating like 30 eggs a day. Oh, dude, it's just chicken and eggs and yogurt for these. Jesus. The, bar, the, the fucking twins, though, they were fucking meatheads. Oh, and, they, and, and they knew mean, it. I mean that in the most fucking, like, loving way possible. Yeah, they it's, knew it's, it. It's, it's almost like a Rob Gronkowski meathead type situation. Yeah. Because, like, you see Rob and you're just like, here's a dude that just loves life, right? Just wants to fucking play football and party. You looking at your notes there, Josh? I am. No checking. What you got there? Uh, okay, yeah, I'll just... When are I'll we going to get to the belly button? Look, eventually. Oh, my God. We... This is going on way longer than I thought it was. Normally, we, we carve out a segment for Daniel. Mm-hmm. Where it's Daniel cashes in his two cents. Yeah. Daniel takes notes. Um, interestingly, it's the only way to, to put it. But I will just read off some of my notes. I'm not still in Daniel's spotlight here. Uh, and it's where we're at. It's I literally have no idea what the fuck is going on when Kadar is randomly stabbing at Canary. And then he kills her. That dude's on an LSD trip. Dude, he... What the fuck is going on? I just told you. He's sick and tired of being a cuck. <laughs> I will say this, though. Oh, are we are we just reading fucking random notes? Can I read some? Can I read one? Yeah, I'll, I'll read some. I was just I was just sort of translating to where yeah, we're no, at. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Daniel's not here. I think we should all read some notes to fucking fill this void. So, here's one of mine. They look like He-Man action figures. Yeah. Yeah. They did look like He Man. When they got that fucking armor, they straight up did. Yeah. You remember, like, I have the power. Yeah. Yeah. He Man wore that fucking chest piece that covered, like, his nipples. Oh my God. That's straight up from He Man. Yeah. But He Man had the power, like, one of y'all said. Of Grayskull. And these fuckers did not. (laughs) He was the master of the universe. It is weird that you actually see no magic. The only magic you see in this movie, really, is when she puts spider webs on the kids. That's it. She's like, and it took her like 20 minutes to do that. And she's like master sorcerer. She's like, spider webs. He's like, you can't kill them. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like this ruby they, they're, they're talking about that has all these magical properties is some shit they get off a 1-800 number. It's like, hey, look, we've got this fucking ruby that will cure, you know, 
arthritis, cure soreness in your feet, whatever. <laughs> Buy it now, act now, supplies are limited. And it's like fucking Homer yeah. Simpson in the Radio Bart episode. He's like, hey, do you got any of those radios left? And they're like, and he looks at a warehouse full of them. He's like, yeah, we've got like one or two. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, then the fucking can, canary's like, yeah, let me get one of those fucking rubies. Well, look, okay. So, Kadar kills Canary, which is and apparently from the why. Why did she get herself killed? From the Wikipedia article, she sacrificed herself so that the brothers could. The two boys. Please, please, fucking say so they could escape. So I can sit here and just be like, they could have escaped if they wouldn't took time to molest women that were sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but because they did take all that time now I have to die really? these fuckers can actually because <laughs> they wanted the bone 48 women I must now die there was no reason for her to die but you know what since you brought it up and I know that you know Reese and I just cut you off and you know it is what it is I'm sorry Josh but <laughs> This is another instance, though, of Kadar showing some fucking humanity. You know, he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> the sorceress killed Canary? I'm going after her. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I, I, I keep going back to it just because there's a lot to make fun with it, of with this movie. But every actor kind of does their job more than you would think. I mean, Richard Lynch is pretty good in this movie. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Oh wait, I think about Like he what what is what is the word? Gravitas? Yeah, gravitas. He has it. I mean, like this movie is more fun than it has any right to be. But it's also wow. Like, if this movie would have been made any differently, you wouldn't have fucking cared. But this movie is also bad. Oh, it is, but it's bad in a fun way. If you, if this movie, so I think it's like you said, the brothers know what kind of movie it is. I I think everybody knows. I would say that it's bad in a fun way. Yes. But there's large parts of this movie which are just, they're almost. For me, I found it like hard to even watch. If because the, the funny parts are funny, but the unfunny parts that they do, like just the, I guess like the film fodder that's trying to fill in the space, is just unbearable at points to watch this. Hey, look. So there's another movie we're going to talk about at some point in this uh canon, this loose canons retrospective. Dude, I'm keep getting locked out of the. That's that's not. Like I'm gonna shit on it hard. This isn't that movie. I, I, I think that for the most part, this movie knows what it is. It has fun with it. <laughs> My friends um, just like I think if this movie would have took itself any more seriously, though, it wouldn't have been nearly as fun. Oh no, of course not. Did y'all did, did fucking Ebar, who's the leader of the fucking cannibal clan of gypsies? Did y'all know that motherfucker had herpes? No. One scene, I don't know if he had herpes or not, obviously, but at one scene, dude, it looked like he had fucking herpes on his lip. (laughs) 
Just fucking call it. Yeah, dude, there's a lot of birds there, and I bet there was a lot of fucking oh, birds yeah, right. on that set. Like, all those actors were like, I can get you some lines in this movie. So all those birds were like loosey-goosey, bro. They were hoping to get some lines in this masterpiece. And I think, I, I think he had the fucking herpes when he, they were trying to decide the new queen. And they're like, hey, look, our queen has to be a virgin because I don't know how that makes you fit the rule. But whatever. You just can't <laughs> fucking had sex. So. So, Bring all the virgins, is what he We says. only have two and, virgins. And, and look, what? <laughs> and look, it's it's so you can be fucking queen of this five person tribe. I get it. It's yeah. not a very it's not a very attractive proposition, but still, would you? Why would you try to hide from it? You're still even if you're only queen of like five people, you're still about to approve your station in life, right? Well, look, two things. First off, the little person who was sitting on top of the tree, yeah. just laughing yeah. at his clan's disaster decimation. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we can't find a queen to rule us, and we can't ever have prosperity. And this little person in the tree is having none of that. Yeah. He's enjoying the fucking all these whores. Yes, <laughs> look, this ruby that fits inside their belly button. Mm-hmm. We know what that's code for, but they couldn't show it. <laughs> that ruby was supposed to go up their pussy hole. Yeah, you know what it was. Like, you, when he, when he the was belly button. Like, when they grab her, you're like, oh my god, are they going to sacrifice her? And he's like, and they grab her, Kara. And they literally, and he's like, they fuck, just are they going to kill Kara just to become queen? And it's like, show me her <laughs> belly. I'm like, wait, what? And he's like, and he just like plants that fucking nice little tiny ruby there. Like, it fits. It fits. Um, it fits imagine, any generic belly button. Imagine your society was ruled by a person whose belly button could hold a fucking ruby. Yeah. Oh, thank right. God there was no Audis. Dude, you're Audis. You're out of there. If you're, you're Audi, fucking, you're, dude, they killed You were probably, if you had an Audi, you were probably thrown into the center of a volcano. Uh, can yeah, can yeah. we all admit, though, Audis deserve that? They they do deserve it. There's no respect. No, uh, so gross. Yeah, what are you gross. doing there? Get in, get inside the body. Go, come on now, fix that. That's disgusting. I I can deal with an in betweeny, but I will never deal with an Audi. Uh, hey, I won't even talk to one. I have never spoken to one. <laughs> Let me ask you an important question. This is probably the most, and we've touched on both of these points before, but this is probably the most serious question in this podcast. Why does Kadar need the ruby? He has a fucking platform, and he has people to carry him around. What's that ruby? No one's laughing. Actually, everyone's laughing. Me go there, everyone's like, hey, what? Like, the women are yours, and everyone's fucking losing their shit. And, white. and you've got people yeah. to carry you around in this fucking, as Josh called it, a one-bedroom apartment. What yeah. do you yeah. need this fucking ruby for? You've got it made, dude. I think it's for the slaves to have a song in their heart. They straight up could have come up with a better <laughs> power for this ruby. Like, it gave you eternal life or gave you the sight of the future. Something. But they were just like, this ruby gives you laughter and happiness. This dude, <laughs> this dude went for what? We're going to say at least 15 years where he's like, fuck this Ruby. I'm good. He actually got less happy 
the, when the Ruby was there, he got less happy. Yeah. Like, the more he thought about it, the grumpier he was. But when the Ruby wasn't around, <laughs> his fucking band of people, dude, were just having parties, fucking drinking. All the time. Fucking, you know. Just keg parties, like fucking nonstop exactly. going on. Yeah, doing keg stands, having fucking crawfish boils, whatever. <laughs> and then it's like, hey, let's talk about this Ruby. And then everybody gets on edge. Dude, fuck that Ruby. <laughs> Dude, and, like, <laughs> and, and apparently Kadar wasn't trying to take over the fucking country. He wasn't trying to be ruler or whatever. No, this dude just, he just wanted to be king of East Castle and be yeah, happy about it. And he just wanted to fucking live life to its fullest. So I don't know. That was the weirdest thing. It was no world domination. There was no fucking overly governing dark force that has terrorized the land. It was one plane <laughs> in Italy with a castle and a swamp and he's like I am happy with all I got right now and I'm gonna hide my magical armor there <laughs> yeah so what made a dude bad I mean I think that's a life that everybody would want to live fucking food I mean he alcohol, he killed less people oranges. than the barbarians that's what I know no shit that guy was the, that guy was the hero hey, hey look hey look look here's something else to consider right who was that fucking dragon bothering? <laughs> that was an I endangered. Mean, really. That was an endangered species. <laughs> I mean, there was only one. Yeah, and, and these fucking meatheads come out there and just fucking cut its stomach open and let its shit pour all over them. Cut it open. They they were like the most inefficient way of cut it open. They just repeatedly stabbed the stomach five hundred times. Honestly, this dragon is kind of like a panda. Yeah. He, he wasn't too bright. He <laughs> the dragon just lay there as well. He was just, <laughs> he like, just he was like, "Oh, I guess you're stabbing me in the stomach now." I guess that's it. Well, Kadar, uh, not Kadar, uh, Karas. He's like, "Hey, let's just get in this hole, and when it comes over us, <laughs> just point our weapons up." So, Kara, so stupid. Kara, big game hunter, right? She's yeah. just big she, game hunter. She is just trying to get a trophy for a mental piece. And you don't really learn what her whole fucking thing is. No, she really, is. Do you? She was given power. She's made queen. We don't know what her fucking platform is. We don't know what she's about. Her belly button <laughs> is sick, bro. That's her platform. That's it. Legit queen belly button. She's, uh, she's a straight up slut, but she is like. You know what? Her platform is. I got a, a cute innie. Straight up. <laughs> I got a cute innie and this fucking ruby will fit right on in there. All right, so let's... That's that's pretty much it, dude. That's pretty much it. I think I think we took the... That was a long, long walk to a bar that was closed. <laughs> dude. Dude, hey, that what? Whatever. Yo, fuck it. Reese, go first, sir. You, hey Reese, you know you know you know how we do this, right? No, I don't think he's listened. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> son of a we bitch. use the Letterboxed rating system here because we will post our ratings on Letterboxd when this episode posts. So we're okay. going. What's it's a how's the letterbox rating? Letterbox is five stars. Five stars. Oh, okay. So and you have to give it at least a half a star. Okay. We don't. I'll we don't. give this movie. I do not. I'll give it two stars. I'll give this movie two stars. 
I think it does enough to warrant being so bad, it's good. And if you're so bad, you're good. You deserve two stars. There's a lot in it that made me laugh. It was fucking ridiculous. The music was good. If I closed my eyes, I would never imagine it was the scenes that that movie was set to. And the chicks were hot. I give it that. It gets an extra bonus point for that. Fuck, this man. Two, is... two stars is actually pushing it. The more I talk about the movie, the more I'm thinking, this movie doesn't deserve two stars. But I'm going to give it. I'll stick to it. Two stars. Straight this up. Dude, two stars. This dude, Josh, is using the Joe Bob Briggs scale. If you have a breast... Or if you don't have a breast, this is an automatic half-star reduction. And he's like, the chicks are hot. Two stars. Uh, you know what? I love the honesty. I love the honesty. They are. Every single one of them in this movie. Hey, Gara was a smoke show. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. They nailed it. Even the guys. No, they, the guys were smoke shows. Well, I mean, the, the movie knew that. Otherwise, they had to put them fuckers in uh, some pants or shorts. <laughs> Jogging pants. Yeah. Now they're like, yo, let these cheeks hang out. Josh. Bro. Give yep. us your thoughts, sir. Uh, I'm going to give this movie one and a half. And I know we've been praising it uh, as much as we've been hating on it. And, and the problem with this movie isn't the titular characters. To me, this movie needed more of them. To me, we sort of deviate from them. And I wanted more of these twins being goofy because that's what worked. The problem with this movie, shocker, is a story that makes no goddamn sense and a script that is so weak that these twins wouldn't fuck it eat it or bench press it. <laughs> you know? Uh, I mean, you need to tell me what this Ruby does. You mean, you need to make Kadar evil. They you told to you, bro. Laughter and happiness, by the way. Laughter and happiness. You need to make Kara more of a character. But most importantly, you need to give these, these fucking barbarian twins more screen time because yeah. when they were on screen, after they found their footing, after like the beginning of the second act, I was here for it, man. And I don't give a shit how cheap the movie is. You know, I base a movie on what the movie is. And if you're a cheap movie and you're having fun, I'm going to judge you by that. But this movie deviated from that. And the fucking, like I said, the script, the story, uh, it was just, it, it didn't hold enough weight to lift the movie to anything more than it is. I will say this, like reading the Wikipedia article, Apparently, Finnish people love this movie. Ah, I'm not surprised. We, we know <laughs> Apparently, someone, there's a big We know problem. someone from Finland. But and the twins uh, are having fun. And again, like, they should have made a Barbarians 2 and just, yeah. just nailed it. Had like, them for 90 taking, minutes, yeah. man. I mean, they could have at least tried to create a world out of this. <laughs> not on an $800,000 box office. But yeah, that's my, one and a half. Like, it could have been more, though. Dude, the the movie was bad. There's there's no denying that. In in the 
interest of being consistent with all of my other rankings for every other movie, I'm going to give The Barbarians one star. And I'm surprised that I'm the lowest out of the group. Um, <coughs> so am I. But yeah, and that's not to say that it's not an enjoyable movie and it's not fun. But when you look at it, once again, the, the way I'm grading the movies when we do these reviews, in the context of movie making as a whole, it doesn't stack up to the best movies. It doesn't stack up to the next tier, the next tier, the next tier. That's not to say that it's not fun to watch and I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I definitely recommend watching the movie. I think it's stupid fun. Um, but it's got bad special effects. It's got bad acting. It's got a bad script. It's just bad. With the exception of landscape. Just so bad. The, the landscape is fucking amazing. It makes me What's wanna, the bad acting? Makes me want to go to Italy. Yeah. Name one. Uh, Ebar. For me, this didn't look like Italy. I thought that was just filmed in America. It was <laughs> but I guess not. that's how they got us to the spaghetti. I lessons. think the pit was filmed <laughs> in America. But <laughs> like, like I said, you know, the the movie itself, though, it was a fun movie, dude. It was, you know, once again, I mean, is it the Godfather Part Two? No. Wait, wait. I have a bone to pick yeah. with you about that. Yeah. Godfather and Maybe we'll just and close this off with this because we we don't have time. Why do you watch a movie and then compare it to every other movie? No, I don't. I do, I do it in the sense that I want to be consistent with my rankings. No, your rankings should be consistent with the movie that you're watching, not comparable to other movies. That no, you're no, watching. no. I do, the rank my the way I do my rankings is it's it's consistent with just movie making as a general. That doesn't. I'm talking about like an overall. So he's got he's got like a how he ranks the movie. It's like how it was filmed. Exactly. All the thing, yeah. all the things that yeah. you're normally a snob about, Josh, is how I, yeah. I always try to be consistent with you. You're my hero. Thank you. Yeah. So I know I try, you mean that. I try 100%. to, I do try, but I do try to be consistent with that. So, I mean, we're not going to mistake the barbarians for the departed. We're not going to mistake it for Lawrence of Arabia or anything like that. But is that, that, does that mean that the movie's not fun? No, absolutely not. The movie's fun. It's fun in a stupid way. I would definitely recommend watching it, but it's not the pinnacle of cinema. Uh, no, it's the kind of movie you say, "Hey guys, come around. We're gonna get fucking we're gonna wasted. Have a smoke, smoke. But, yeah, we're gonna exactly. get wasted, and we're gonna fucking watch this movie, and we're gonna exactly. have a good time watching it." Yeah, yeah, that is probably the you know what, Reese. You are one hundred percent dead on. That's probably the most accurate way to describe it. Like if you call your buddies over, like they're like, "Hey, let's watch a movie." Are you gonna put in, you know, um, the English Patient and like let's all drink a fuck, you know, like this whiskey <laughs> and you know, yeah. let's yes. all let's, let's all, drink some Jaeger bombs and watch the English Patient. I tell you what, you, yeah, that you, is- you're still gonna be fucking bored out of your mind, right? And it doesn't mean it's not a good movie, but it's not that type of movie. But I will say that movie. is. The best example of a yeah. movie that guys don't get together <laughs> and drink to. But, yeah, but you, you're like, hey. hey, let's get together. Let's have a movie night. Let's watch The Barbarians. Let's get some fucking beer. Let's do this. Let's do that or whatever. Let's get fucking wasted and watch it, and you can have fun. Dude, it's like ancient aliens. Like, you ain't watching it to get the real shit. <laughs> you're watching it. To just watch a ridiculous shit on TV. Yeah. So in the context of movie making, cinematography, story, all that, it's a one for me. But in like, would I recommend you watching it? 
Fuck yeah. Watch the movie. Have fun. The Barbarian Twins are fun. Their, their stupid fucking grunting is fun. The, the one thing, and we didn't talk about this, the one thing that was kind of a disappointment was the final fight between the Barbarians and Kadar. That kind of sucked. Oh, that was lame. It yeah, was. it was horrible. But it was such that, an anticlimax, yeah. It was. How he bent back, though, was pretty impressive. He's an 85-year-old man at this point, and he just fucking flipped his back 180 degrees and just... Yeah. yeah. But, dude, it was a fun movie. Uh, you know, is it a bad movie? Yeah. But is it a movie you can have fun with? Definitely. But is it a terrible movie? Yes. But should you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of yes and no's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean... It is. I mean... Dude, we we all watch bad movies. We're all fans of some bad movies. Oh, for sure. And I mean, I'm not. I'm and, legit fucking straight line. Yeah. Mortal Kombat, great movie. Mortal Kombat 2, great movie. Dude, Street Fighter? Bad movie. Bad movie. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Celine Dion. No, no not Celine Dion. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of this? Hey, hey, you know what? Worst movie. <laughs> it's, a, it's Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue. And uh, oh, yeah. John Claude Damme showed her how to get a sweet ass. Can't get you out of my head. Ooh. Fuck Dude, Minogue, so we, we have a couple more movies we're going to talk about in the Loose Cannons retrospective collection, whatever the Copyright. fuck you want to call, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, hopefully Reese is on these episodes with us. Uh, as Josh said, yeah, he, ain't got, he ain't got shit going on. <laughs> he ain't got a goddamn thing going on. I've seen this motherfucker's calendar wide open. Yeah, you know, we we've got a couple movies that we want to talk about. Um, we're we're not going to announce them right now because we want to make sure that we can actually view them. Some of them, yeah. for whatever reason, are not available for sale. And if we announce them now and we're like, hey, we're going to watch this movie, we're going to talk about it, and then for some reason it doesn't happen, Daniel's brothers may be mad at us. Do you know what movie we can watch? What's that? Postman. <laughs> hey, it's got, hey, it's got Tom Petty in it. It's got Tom Petty in it. I don't know why. <laughs> why. I almost feel like that we do need to let Reese add a couple canon movies in here. Maybe expand from a six part. I mean, a four part to a six part. Did Ke- Did Kevin Costner make any canon movies? Nice to go for it. No, there's no studio stupid enough to waste that kind of movie. <laughs> I think Paranormal's what? Not Paranormal. <laughs> Paranormal. Can you imagine a studio called Paranormal? Paramount. Fuck. <laughs> uh. But we will be getting back on track when it is me, Bone, and Daniel with Friday 13th Part 2. We can lock that down. But in terms of the canon movies, um, yeah, it's probably going to be a Chuck Norris movie. Yeah, they make it a Chuck Norris so, movie. Probably will we'll, be. Let's get some Chucky Chuck in here. We, we do have two that we're planned on, Reese. Uh, we do currently... As of now, unless we can't fucking watch them for whatever reason, we plan on Firewalker, and we plan on Invasion USA. I love the idea of somebody invading the USA. 
Dude Invasion USA got uh, it's I it's been a while since I've seen it, but just the fucking concept of it. Um But what was that movie? There was a movie already about the Russians invading USA, but it was a Red book. Dawn. Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Dude. They remade it and it was the Chinese. But see, here was the, No, yeah. North Korea. Sorry. Here it wasn't the Chinese, because we're not gonna miss out. No, we don't wanna we don't wanna piss them off. That's a big market. Yeah. LeBron might come after us. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we take a swing at him, he might flop and we'll get a technical. <laughs> <laughs> then we get in the, put in a penalty box. Right. I mean, we're just mixing up sports now, but sure. <laughs> Jesus. I um, like sports and I don't care who knows. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's sign off. Hey. Uh, I'll tell you one thing that Red Dawn didn't have, though. That was Chuck Norris. Yeah. It would have been a worse movie for it. It had Patrick Swayze, didn't it? And Rob Lowe. Rob no, Lowe? Thomas Howell. Oh, that's right. Patrick Swayze was in Red Dawn. Dude, and fucking, what's his name? Charlie Sheen was he yeah. in it. Yeah, it was Dude. the Brat Pack. Dude, it was All fucking right. Wait, what's? It wasn't the Brat Pack because there was no Molly Ringwald, Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Uh, it was the opposite of the Brad Judge Pack. Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Or who was you the other one? You fucked up there, Josh. You just threw it. Judge Ronhold wasn't a part of the brand. Yeah, he was. He was some port of it. Port. (laughs) Port? Trying to get New New York up here. Port. (laughs) I I cannot remember the name now. Who was the badass in Breakfast Club? Uh, Judd Nelson. Judd Nelson. Oh, I love that dude. That's what it was. I knew because like Judd Nelson, Judge Reinhold. Those goddamn names are so close. Judge Dude, I love the Breakfast Club. It could be one of my favorite movies. Fucking love it. We should do a Brack Pack segment. We would just watch all the Brack Pack movies, bro. Because they are that good. That would just be us fawning over those movies. Because I, I love them fucking all. Do, I love all we could do a fucking John Hughes segment. <laughs> we could. I mean, we took time out to do a Kevin Costner segment. Yeah. And, and, is, and, and, a, and a Lethal Weapon segment. And a Lethal Weapon. We nailed a lot of subjects. They weren't even a part of this episode. You're right. Dude, I would love to do like a fucking um, segment on just fucking Brat Pack, uh, John Hughes movies. Oh, dude, it looks sick. I'm I'm all on board. I'm on board. I just bought a five pack on uh, iTunes, John Hughes. It's like she's having a baby, some kind of wonderful Ferris Bueller, Planes, Trains, and... It's Planes, Trains, a John Hughes movie. Yep. Dude, I fucking and pretty love big. that movie. Look, fucking Home Alone's a giant. I mean, he wrote that. Yeah, Fuck. he wrote that. He wrote yeah, it. Yeah, right. Chris Jesus. Columbus directed it, but uh, Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck, great movie. Wait, All right, let's sign off. Got, I gotta hold go. on, hold on. I, 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 got, I, got, I, gotta I got to go. I got one more. I got to go. Okay, gonna be, who, who fucking did The Great Outdoors? Uh, John Hughes wrote it. He didn't direct it. Yes. We should do it. Anyways, yeah. So that he left. Won. He's gone home, bro. <laughs> I mean, we can finish this without him. I mean, we did a whole last episode with him passed out. <laughs> so that was the barbarians. Reese, yeah, it was. What you got, buddy? I'm just gonna say. Well, I'm hopefully the next couple of movies gonna watch. I'm gonna offer a little bit more. But I'm guessing with the whole canon genre, wherever we go with it, it's going to (laughs) be. I mean, I'm thinking if we can get some Chuck Norris action in here, 
It's gonna up the it's gonna up the ante a little bit. Dude, oh my god. Cause Chuck Norris is a bit like he Fire- We need more some one lines and Chuck Norris is also a great one liner. Firewalker is not gonna give it to you. Assuming, nah, I think he will. I don't know. Assu- assuming <laughs> we get to do that one. Um Yeah. Chuck Norris. Let's do that. Chucky Chuck. We, Chucky uh, Cheese. We've, we've got him on tap, dude. We've got him on fucking tap. What the but fuck? Man, it's been a pleasure. It's been my gosh. second podcast with you guys, or first, whichever one you hear. I'm having a good time. Yeah. Fine. Cross-continental. We're all over, way over here. <laughs> yeah. He's all the way over there. Dude, there, there is this is an international podcast. This is straight hey, up international. So I, I will tell you all this, man. Since I've moved back to Texas, there has been a wind advisory every single fucking day. And then the other day we started getting fire weather warnings. I have never seen that in my life. Fire? I've never, I've never before seen anything like that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell's a fire warning? It means that, like, it's dry. And shit could just catch on fire? Yeah. Well, just don't like to have, like, don't like matches. Shit is on fire. We Nobody smokes fire? cigarettes today, dickhead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, today's nobody smokes cigarettes day. Fuck is. Dude, we're still wearing our winter fucking jackets here in fucking hey, Sweden. No, so you know what? I know it's not as cold as it is in Sweden. But we got a weather advisory the other day saying, hey, there's going to be a sharp temperature drop. I, Dude, last time it happened to Texas, that was a disaster. I haven't. Yeah. Been, yeah. Was. No, I haven't, been, I haven't been running my air. Other than when I sleep at night because I sleep hot. Other than that, I don't fucking run it. And it's been pleasant. Dude, you wait. You get minus five. I mean, we're pretty warm today, dude. It was like 10 degrees today. The sun, it was 10 degrees and the sun was out. I mean, what can, what can we say? I mean, that's about as good as you can get. <laughs> well, what else can we ask for, bro? That's 10 degrees Celsius, right? Yeah, 10 degrees Celsius. I was yeah. just saying, because for our, for our uh, American listeners, they're going to be like, 10 degrees? It's 10 degrees cool. Fahrenheit. I, I'm, not, I'm not stepping out fucking side. So we don't, have the, we don't have the conversion chart on that, so do the math yourself. Yeah. <laughs> But it's cold, I'm assuming. Because zero is freezing, right? On Celsius? Yeah. Yeah, but zero is actually okay here, man. Like, it's not bad. That's because you're used to it. Yeah. For for the rest of us, zero is fucking cold. No, yeah, zero is still fucking cold. I don't know what Reese is talking about. Zero degrees here, it's like fucking wet wind. No, no, no. But once it's like, like, as soon as it gets minus three, like... Minus three, minus five, that kind of shit. Then I'm like, this is too cold to fucking do shit. All of it. Fuck this. I hate it. <laughs> I, uh, look, give bone. us your thoughts, Josh. Finish it up. Yeah, I <laughs> fucking, you can suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, this, yeah. Sweden is not. <laughs> I don't think he thinks about your thoughts about Sweden. <laughs> no, no, no. Because we don't have a long enough podcast. No. All right, yeah, we got to go. We got to go. Again, uh, all the pleasantries. You know, if you're listening to this, I love you. Uh, You're cute. Uh, Take a look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. You're a cutie pie.
Kisses. Fucking <laughs> 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 ridiculous. It is redonk. Alright. Ciao. Ciao to you, Bob. Right. Peace, man. Well, Miss you. you guys have a good Love one. You. Keep it live. All right. Keep yeah. it well brown. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Watch the Barbarians. We will see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.